So I thought I was the queen of Airbnb. Check the profile. I visited all the places. However, how can I truly be a queen if I have never been a host? Didn't even think about it, y'all. It's time to think about it because my place is cute. Why not share? I know. I got you thinking about it now. All right. Well, don't think about it. Be about it. Find out how you can be a host at airbnb.com slash host. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hi, it's Sugar Steve from Questlove Supreme. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So, check out Discover Cashback Debit a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Questlove Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. Like the way uh, them, I like the way them fingers tickle. That's a mirror. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, oh. Wow. That was the most. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill, Bill, I like the way your fingers tickle. I know. I mean, thank you. I'm on, what? I'm honored. I think, you know, I can play a little song. <laughs> I do type like a person that like went to typing class. Did you do ASDF and, and JKL? Yeah, ASDF, yeah. H, H, and semicolon. Yo, yeah, that man. shit, one of the best things we ever learned in school. Oh, my God. I know. Dig this, though. My children have computers to run their lives, but they never learned how to type. So, like, they can do it, but, like, it's they do this. They they type like a police uh, police officers yeah. well, <laughs> on television. All right, I'm going to bring Jason in the, the place in. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've come to that time of the year again. You, you know, guys, we're creeping up on our fifth year as a family, I believe. That shit is crazy. It is yeah. crazy. It is. 2016, that was when we started, right? It was 2016. Yeah. Mm. I, I kind of yeah. feel like um, it's always weird. Like, I always feel like we're on our proverbial, like, second year going into maybe the third year. Like, but we're we're about to be half a half a decade uh deep in this we're, we're no longer the the, the bell of the ball you know we're the ogs we're, i know straight up <laughs> i feel like someone's we're, gonna we're be like newbies anymore I, I can't believe you're still doing this after five. i know <laughs> I, I did I not you, think i would be doing this for five years when i agreed dude. when sean called me and was like hey you want to do this i was like yeah, yeah i didn't think was, this was gonna last five years a couple months <laughs> <laughs> right. I was, the, I was the pilot episode. Pilot episode. And nobody can find. I'm it's sorry. The same Jay. way Alec, Alec Baldwin felt about playing Trump. It just sneaks up on you. Man. Just like, yeah, yeah, he's been yeah, doing yeah, that joint right. for like, yeah, for the whole four exactly. years. Exactly. The fact that no one's like, w- w- why Trump didn't like look into Alec Baldwin being the one that would have voted multiple times just so he wouldn't have to play him anymore? It seems like that's where I would have gone immediately <laughs> if anybody's pulling those levers and and making those you know connecting those dots it's gonna be alec baldwin just do some <laughs> yeah. that gig like what's exactly. next 
<laughs> Yo, all right. So uh, I was about to say that it's it's our uh, this is our year ender episode, and as usual, uh, we bring in a spirit uh, a very special guest with us to sort of uh, trade off the review of the year. Um, this year, of course, being unlike any other year we've ever had. So this will probably be a less about movies, TVs, and 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 you know records that we've gotten into. Even though we'll talk about it, but always good to have an outside voice into our circle. It's one of my favorite cats. Of course, you know his legacy from SNL, and of course, um, I mean, he comes from the school of of Second City. Uh, we've seen all of his films, name them, from Horrible Bosses to to Hall Pass to Colossal. I'm like going we off are, the top. I was like, we it's had like a when show and shout him out. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say like when it when it's like real friends, I don't do the the preppy thing. But <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I, that, no, that, that means more to me than I'm you realize. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> you know what? That actually says how lazy I am because I someone a friend of mine who I knew for seven years hits me last night at one in the morning and she says oh my god you're the group that does you got me wow and i was like wait we've wow. known each other for seven years what exactly do you know me for you played on she's that like, band on the tonight show right? well yeah she oh. said like i know jimmy fallon know. she tried yeah. to blame it on it but she's like 30 something yeah. and, and, but, super, but no 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 yeah. a humbling this, there, no 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 but there's this thing we we should all everyone in this room has some sort of notoriety where you have that one person that just wants to go the extra mile to neg you, you know, <laughs> like act like they don't care. Like, oh, I, I know you as a mirror. That's I get that more than anything in life. Like, I, I used to have that role. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but my thing is that is not humbling. Like that, it, that's yeah. not like a goal. You're not getting a gold star because like you're not gonna figure out who I am. But anyway, I digress. My whole point was that I should, even with friends come on the show, I should prep and have their history ready and treat mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. as regular guests and not just go off the top. But, you know, a I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a fan as well. Anyway, please welcome Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> yes, sir. You, well, I wanted, I wanted to hear yeah. Jason you. simply because um, when we get to the TV portion, uh Yeah. The the one show that I did not expect uh, to be on my wow that was cool bingo twenty twenty list was definitely Ted Lasso like I had no idea how cool gotcha that show was was gotcha going to be. <laughs> very amazing hey if that. I hadn't if I hadn't been there the whole time I would have been with you I'd be like what is this piece of dog shit but but I, I had a... <laughs> I, I had a good view, soup to nuts on that whole thing, and I was kind of like, oh, this, this, this motherfucker might sneak up." Yeah, no, it's it's. Thank you. No, it is. It is, man. All right, so okay, what I want to do is uh, some rapid fire. I know we usually have our list ready and we go in a circle, but you know, some of us can answer these things, some of us don't have to answer these mm. things. So. But I will start with Laia. Damn, ain't that some shit? <laughs> ladies first. Did, ladies first. Did you, ladies did you first. See me lean back? back like i know i'm gonna be in the cut i'm gonna wait okay here i come all right okay so we'll start with an easy one give yourself some props in 2020 i i got two more jobs yes (laughs) yes 
You did. As, yep. I did. Just trying to be like my brothers. Well, all of y'all actually motherfuckers on here. Yeah, from Steve to Ramir <laughs> to Fonte to Bill. Yeah, I'm the only. Even I'm Jason slacking. has various jobs. Even Jason, yes. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jobs. Uh, next, Bill Sherman. Uh, I became a, a homeschooling uh, almost alcoholic. Hey. <laughs> supposed to be positive. I think that's what that's Wait positive. A minute. That's Wait a minute, positive. Bill. You don't know what yeah. it's like. Bill, guess what? Same? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. I don't know what that means, but I don't with it. Yeah. Right. Who's schooling yeah. who? Okay. Uh, hey, yo, same. Nah, yeah, man, your step, your step, your stepdad now. All hey, right. Fonte, I mean, you, oh god, you, don't even start you, there. I mean, can you remember, like, like thinking about like July, August, how jingly all of our recycling bags were taking them out to the track? Dude, don't it even was start nuts. with recycling. Like, <laughs> don't even start yeah. with recycling. Oh, I was like, what is going on? I'd pull it out of the thing because normally there would be paper in there. There's like mm-hmm. Amazon boxes, something to cut it. No, nope. just glass on glass on glass. Jingle dangle, <laughs> jingle dangle. Shit sounded like the Warriors. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I tell right, you what, Fonte, big ups to box winemakers. They stepped it up this year. I just wanted to also say. It's, it's, oh, yeah. 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 I'm sure. Yeah, box wine. Turn homeschooler. I don't know um, if I should be on the geographic spelling bee, but shit, here I am. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, in 2020, um, in 2020, um. Um, I think I just, I got to the root of just a lot of stuff. Um, I, I finally had time. I think like a lot of people, I finally had time just to really sit still and think about things. And so I just cleaned up a lot of stuff in my life. Um, just a lot of things that, nice. a lot of old behaviors, a lot of old, you know, thought patterns, a lot of practices. Um, I'm in the middle now in the project now, like selling my townhouse. Like I had like rental property and I was like, yeah, I'm got rental property, this and that, but not realized, yeah, I don't want to be no landlord, dude. Like, Duh. fuck this shit. You know what Yo. I mean? I, anything that gets in the way of me getting to the chair and working on my craft, that shit got to get the fuck out of here. Yes, so, goals. Good, good for you. Yeah, yeah, there you so, go. That was a big thing for me. Okay. Sugar Steve. Got a haircut. Yes, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Sugar Steve. Man. Sugar he Steve came in sugar. with he came in with the number two on the barbershop chart, son. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo. What's, oh. up, what's up? Wait, can we ask about this haircut, Steve? Yeah, he, he got yeah, company. He asked about it, but I mean, people are fascinated by haircuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dude, from way know, back. You know what I'm saying? You bring uh, back the Tom Hanks bosom buddy '83 look. I think that's the cut up. No, that's the Uncle Ned. He bringing back the Uncle Ned Tom Hanks from Family Family Ties. No, y'all ain't hearing me. That's the that's the cut up haircut. Oh, I see. You understand Uh, what I'm saying? He got new sugar. You know what I'm saying? New sugar. (laughs) I'm gonna get laid or something. Look at me, Steve. Anytime a woman enters the stratosphere, everything changes. Uh, <laughs> this nigga been a regular we get a haircut. <laughs> we got sexy ass lights in the background. Look at red light district. Shut up. <laughs> haircut at the end of the day. So, yeah. You look much. good, Steve. It, it looks good, man. You look yes. younger. Well, the, the real story is my dad, it's, it's th- who apparently still thinks it's 1962 and it's okay to tell tell your son to cut his hair. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is what he wanted for Hanukkah. 
uh, hair. Wow. Wait, was it conditional wow. on you know what? On your on your okay. gift? On your no, no, this haircut is five. It's a five figure haircut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. it, it worked out for everybody. It was it was a good time. Um, he it really made him happy. So whatever, just hair. So what's the question? Yeah, in 2020, <laughs> I, uh, I, I didn't drop dead. That's good. There you go. Fact. Yeah, yeah that's good. There you go. Good. Knock on Survived. wood. More goals. Yeah. More goals. You lie. Okay. I, I didn't start drinking, and uh, and uh, I put out a couple records, and uh, most importantly, was able to continue to to work and go to work. Yeah, man. That's real. Uh, Word. And, you know. So, yeah. Well. Yeah, continuously working, but then being able to go back to 30 Rock around when? July or something like that? When do we go mm-hmm. back? Is that it? Is that it? Because that was a long answer. <laughs> well, well, half my answer, half of my answer, you guys were, were talking. Yeah, Harrogate, you know. Yeah, the hair thing. <laughs> okay. Well, great. That's great. All right, Jason. Give uh, yourself some props. In 2020, yeah. I... It, uh, in 2020, I... um. I put on 30 pounds and then I took off 30 pounds. Hey. Nice. Hey. For real. Because I was saying, like, you're looking pretty good over there. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know? uh, but no, it, it, I mean, it's something. Yeah, because it was, it was a slow, it was a, a slow march towards it. And then I stepped on a scale and I, and I came in, I was coming in at 205, oh. which is, you know, outside my comfy zone. <laughs> and yet I was, I was rocking, you know, mostly shorts and hoodies. So you can, you kind of don't feel it, but I knew that I wasn't feeling myself. Mm-hmm. And then over the last, like, yeah, over the last, you know, six weeks, I just kind of like got at, you know, got after it and was like, let's we got to, we got to end 2020 on a make. And so, yeah, but it, but it wasn't like, it wasn't a, con- it was, it was, it was more emotional stuff. And, you know, uh, like, I mean, yes, a little bit of diet and, and a, a little bit of being active, but it was mostly just kind of like, just, yeah, just like, you know, like you were saying earlier about, you know, turning off some of the noise and just kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, what's, what have, what have I got to do and get back, get back to feeling yourself. And then, you know, not soon after that, you can actually see yourself again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. Did you take, right. uh, when y'all were taping Ted Lasso, did you, did you take the weight off before then or, or prior to then? Like when we did, did that we, sh- we shot all that last fall, like basically, you know, mid, like August to mid November. So it was pretty oh, much wow. a okay. steady, a steady in, in, into this, you know, cause, cause, you know, having a regimen, you know, where you wake up, you, you know, you have your yogurt, you know, then you drink mm. a bunch of water through the day. Like mm. it's when, you know, it's when I started to go off the clock and, you know, then it was editing. Uh, and then it was, uh, you know, the, the, the writer's zoom, you know, which I'm less inclined to, to, you know, fuck around snacks when they're right in front of me. But then when you're at home, then it's like, then putting the kids to bed late and then not eating until mm. 10 o'clock and just on and mother effing on. Like, it all and, compounds. And it just, yeah. Oh my God. And it's just like a pound yeah. a week and you don't even realize it, you know, cause your pants are kind of like going with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, I'm like, Oh no. Like, you know, like between my, like, like my body and the, like, yeah, I was just like, no, this is, this, this cannot, this cannot uh, continue. So, yeah. So why Peloton is making a killing. Eric, yeah, exactly. Who, who this yep. week? Somebody new this week got a Peloton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 100%. Okay, so from a one to 10, Laia, mm-hmm. how much did you change in 2020? From one to 10, how much did you change? What's your my, number? My inner self? Like my inner, inner self? Just yes. in general. You know what? 
I'm going to say, I, I feel so bad in saying this in this whole COVID life is a five. I'm going to say okay. a five because my change has more been physical and being, and being still. So it's more, so I'm going to say five. Yeah. This is the first time I really felt like I lived in California. Wow. Okay. Because yeah. you weren't traveling so much. Yeah. Because I was always traveling and going back and forth to the East Coast and whatnot. So, but you know, yeah. Do you miss traveling or air? Well, I'm sure now. Hell you- yeah. I miss, y'all was just thinking the other day, I was like, I miss us in a room recording together. I miss my parents. Oh. I miss people who, I did, I miss East Coasters like that love. Right. I just yeah. miss, yeah. All yeah. That. I see. I'm, I miss, right. I miss, I miss, I miss like airplane Wi-Fi. You know, uh, like, like or, 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 or what or watching a movie you never would pick normally because oh like yo, it's your only choice. Yeah. Jason, I was gonna uh, tell you that's a good way to pick what you just some of your favorite movies of the year was like what we hundred percent. Yeah. And yet and yet I haven't been on never a plane. Been on I think plane. I, I, yeah, yeah. I like I, I went back to New York from you know to play, you know, the last time I played Joe Biden, like in whatever it was, January, February, right before the co- you know, COVID mm-hmm. the lockdown. And I can't tell you what the hell I did on that. I probably watched cuts of Ted Lasso because I was in the middle of editing. <laughs> Yeah, I was looking at my, I opened my Regal app the other day and to mm-hmm. see, because I was thinking like, what was the last movie I saw in the theater? I, could, I literally could not remember. Yeah, and yeah. the last one we saw, we went and saw the photograph, um, the the Issa oh. Rae and, oh. yeah. Which is, um, <laughs> you know, your top 10 list of the best movie for 2020, yes. Probably not, you but, said, oh. but I saw <laughs> I mean, I, I just got on cable the other day, the cinematography is beautiful. No, it looks great, but yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah, but I saw it. That was the last one, and I I, I really had to look that up because I could not remember for shit what it yeah. was. Yeah, I was gonna say I I do miss JetBlue movies and yeah. You, you know. didn't you didn't answer your own question, Mister Love. Uh, oh yeah. Oh me. Good catch. You gotta add, yeah. In twenty twenty, I da da da. Oh, I changed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, college. I changed. <laughs> A lot. Nice. <laughs> how did you change? How, how did you how change? How did you change? Um, I mean, we see the weight. We saw the weight loss. Congrats on that. We yeah, saw, we saw that. Know, just in general, man. Um, I never slowed down. You know, I was challenged to just like I'm. I'm the king of no, which is also makes me the king of certainty. Like, if there's something I want in life, it's certainty, which is why, like, oh, three jobs, I'll take that. Wait, 10 jobs? Mm-hmm. I'll take that. 19 jobs? I'll take that. So that should tell you my whole my whole life is based on certainty and survival and that sort of thing. I just... yeah, I believe uh, people would call that a, a trauma response. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Therapists. <laughs> no, nah, no bullshit. Nah, no, no, no. You're right. AKA you're the right. hustle. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Which is... Okay, so oh. here's, here's the thing. So... We learned that word um, this year. With... With with the with the with one of the records that I listened to this year, you know, Prince released the um deluxe edition of Sign of the Times. Mm-hmm. And so I have a different relationship with that record because there's a period between ninth and eleventh grade in which my parents either had the option to have gas on in the house or I go to this particular school. Wow. And they sacrificed to put me in a particular school. So to not have hot water and gas and all those embarrassing things that teenagers go through, like, let's go to your house. No, 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 you can't. No, nah, like, can't do that. <laughs> right? How can we never get to go to your house, Amir? Uh, um, uh, let's go to your crib. You know, 
That sort of thing. You say you had all the soul trees. No, I don't. <laughs> just, just anything, anything to not show you how much, you know, because those, you know, they were like not snobby rich kids or whatever, but they were like, well, they had gas in their house. I was about to say they had yeah, exactly. right. yeah. <laughs> at, at the yeah. fucking minimum, they had that. So, yeah, the snobby, day, snobby the, middle class motherfuckers. <laughs> the, the With three square meals a day and shit. Yeah. They got one extra roll of toilet paper under the sink. <laughs> At least middle class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, That's the, real. the day the day that Sign of the Times came out in March of eighty seven was the day that we got our gas back on. So to go from like eighty four to eighty seven, like not that taught me such a lesson. But that the lesson I learned when we finally had like hot water on and the heat in the house, like there was a never again chip that just set off in me that i never let go never go through that mm-hmm. yeah yeah never again like i don't care like even like before you would ask me like what are your life goals in here and i say like oh, okay i like to achieve and do this project if you would have asked me like maybe four years ago what's your life goal it would probably just been never to go back to life on osage avenue which, I think I think never again is a big uh, a motivator. Like like mm-hmm. if you when you hit that like I know I'm dealing with the never again personally. I know and I can think of the, the immediate never again that's never allowed me to take a job just for money. I remember that clear as day, and it was like a was never that? again will I do that. It was well, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just I just I was I could no, I'll tell you that story. Yeah, no, go, go, no, yeah, go I, off on course off Supreme. <laughs> let me let me take it from here. Let me show you. How you yeah. no, no, but 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 I believe that. I, I think that never again is is a powerful thing. Even almost more so than like when you achieve a dream. Like to like I'm never gonna go back to that again. I'm never gonna go back to those patterns. But for me, the never taking a money gig. I, I was doing comedy sports in Kansas City. I did this thing called uh, like an improv thing. And my buddy Corey ran the you know ran the office, and he gets a call from like a you know a company to do a corporate gig where it's like, hey, you know you'll you'll dress up like you know Egyptian pharaohs, and you'll you'll carry in the person you know like almost like Cleopatra style, like you know the the CEO or whatever. And it's like, okay, great. And it's like it'll be two hundred bucks for like a half hour. It's like, oh, that's great. I, I lived with my parents, so that was all CD money, you know, and DVDs. Uh, <laughs> right. We show up there, and they give us a costume, and this is right after I was playing college basketball, so like I was in you know about as good a shape as I've ever been in my life. Uh, and it was like, it was like a loincloth and like, like, a, like a, you know, like a whatever, you know, necklace, mm-hmm. like Ruth Bader Ginsburg kind of thing. Uh, and then like <laughs> these things, and basically I had to be like half naked, you know, in the middle around all these people and walk in. And I was like, I was like, I hated it. I hated it with a passion. And I was like, I am never like, cause I, the whole reason I did it was cause it's 200 bucks for 30 minutes. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. I am was, never taking a job it. solely for the money. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was my never again. And that happened oh, okay. at age 19, you know? I, th- I think with me though, and even with the premises of like my earliest book, or at least with two of them, I know that I've stated, especially in the creativity book where I talked about deciding what you wanted to be in life is first, like David Byrne gave me advice where he says, well, first of all, decide what you're not. And I used to go by that, but I think deep seated, that was there. That was my glass half half empty approach, because I never asked myself once what would make me happy. Mm. You know, so you know, I I I 
I know y'all tired and eye rolling every time. No, nah, no. Nah, now you didn't left us on a cliff. Now I want to know. Nah, this is real. Like, no, 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 I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. What, what did you come to a conclusion? Did you come to? No, no, no I'm just saying direction? that. I, I know that y'all tired of me always like deferring to Grace, like you know, because you have to make the change. You just oh, can't say like well, right. Oh, right. My girlfriend made me do this. No, but no, she just challenged me. She's like, you, you live, you live your life by. I don't want to get canceled, and. I don't want to fall off and I don't want to be broke. It's fear. I don't want to be ignored during the war season. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you want to do? Like mm. you, if you're living by defense, you can't fly. And then once, once I felt it was, once I felt it was safe enough, 2020 provided the time period where I felt it was safe enough to, cause we were all in the same time. And then it's like, okay, well, what would you like to do? And so mm-hmm. that's, that's why I'll say that. That's where yeah, I that's changed. A, that's a great what, way to you, go into 50. Yeah. I, I said this recently when we were just talking about like, like the concern of um, like me dealing with, with, with love. And I'll get into this when, when I get my answer, but like the, the notion that you can be afraid of making that choice of going for what you want, because like, you know, fear of success and, you know, is, mm. is just as scary as a fear of failure. Yeah. Right. And so mm-hmm. at some point I thought, I thought, okay, if I was completely vulnerable, if I completely gave over to, to, to something, uh, to love, you know, specifically, uh, it would feel like I'm falling, but mm. with just the, with just a little bit of understanding. And after you've fallen for, a, for long enough, I was like, Oh no, 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 I'm not falling. I'm actually flying. I'm flying. Right? And I, and, and it's, <laughs> I'm flying. And it was like, I was like, and, and, and that, I mean, I said that for the first time, like, you know, four days ago. And when I said it, it just spilled out of my mouth. I was like, I was like, Oh, I mean that like crazy. And I had no idea that I was going to say that, but it makes all the sense in the world to me because it was a hundred percent fear of falling. And then you're just like, no, I'm not falling. It's like, you're I'm not going to land anywhere. Yeah, I'm fine. It's just, you know, same sensation, you know, it just, right. Just, just a uh, way you know, to same see. amount of wind. Okay. Yeah. So what number would you give yourself from one to 10? How much did you change in 2020? Me personally? Yeah. Me, Jason. Uh, I mean, I, I would say, I would say, you know, ending, ending here at uh, the, uh, the full extent of the year at 10. Whoa. Total 10. hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Very okay. scary, very scary I'm thing. Uh, at some point, you know, the universe was, te- was encouraging me to do it. And, and given all, given all the indicators, uh, you know, and I was, you know, just, you know, like wonder woman, just blocking them all. Just <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And then, and then, and then at some point they just found the gaps and they're like, no, you're going to have to fucking deal with this. You're going to have to deal with this in a real, real way. And both the, the highs of it and the lows of it, you know, internally, externally, like from, from, you know, on a business, you know, side of things and how personal I, I, you know, take my business. And then also the business of my personal stuff, you know, which, which, you know, came home to roost and it's like, yeah, and I'm better for it and glad it happened. I'm, but I'm still on that hero's journey. So it's like, yeah, bring on 2021. I, I'm ready for it. Like, 10. You awesome. know, yeah. Uh, 10 straight real. up. Fontigula, what's your number? Man, uh, I say probably, um, I say probably like seven, eight, probably. Um, it was not so much, I don't know if it was so much, well, it was a big change. It was a big mental shift just in, you know, just things that I, you know, just kind of uncovered in therapy and just, you know, talking through a lot of stuff. But it wasn't so much a big shift as much as it was just really just settling into myself and realizing what was really important to me and what I really liked. You know what I mean? And uh, just one of the, a big kind of revelation I have, like when we talk about movies and stuff, you talk about Prince. 
you know, um, I was watching, I was thinking about Jazzy Jeff, and he has this thing he always says where he says to die empty, where he talks to mm-hmm. creators. And he says, yo, die empty, die empty. You know what I'm saying? Like all the stuff you do, you know, write some songs for yourself, give some songs away, produce something for other people, whatever. But whenever yeah. you go, make sure that, you know, you empty, right? Die empty. And I always thought that was amazing. I was like, yo, that's great. I believe that. But then I kind of thought, you know, just during the show, I was like, you know what? I'm with it. But to die empty is to die early. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. when I looked at all my people, like, when you look at people like Prince and, like, when I watched, like, the Zappa documentary, you know what I'm saying, the other night, you know, these were guys that were incredibly prolific, but them niggas died in their 50s, bro. You know what I'm saying? And right. it's like, I just had the realization of, like, you know, there is no way with the way my mind works and just the way shit is just always coming to me. There is absolutely no way that I could die empty because I'm always having, there's no way I can write every song that's in my head. Like, it's just no way possible. In order for me to fully give myself over to that, I could do it, but literally every aspect of my life would fucking collapse. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Everything else would collapse and, you know, and and for what for? So for me, it's just a, a, a big shift of just realizing just to get out what you can but always make room for the things that are really important. And, you know, it it ain't cool to die at damn 54, 55. You know what I'm saying? And um, that was just kind of the big thing for me of just realizing what was important and just understanding that if you don't write every single, if you don't develop every, you know, 400 voice note ideas in your phone, <laughs> it doesn't mean right, you're right. failing as an artist. <laughs> You know what I mean? What was I thinking at the time period? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, dude, you're never gonna, you know, just do the ones you can and then just keep it pushing. That's a goal too. Diamphi feels like, like, uh, you know, like seize the day. Like, it's a great idea Mm -hmm. on paper, but like seize the day. Hanging out with someone that's like carpe diem, I, I feel like would be exhausting. That shit is exhausting as fuck, bro. It's it's like I'd rather it's like it's like Andy Kaufman stand up gigs. It's like I'd I'd rather hear about it than be there for the whole thing. It's like having exactly. Tony Robbins as your friend. And she's like, nigga, yeah. I don't need oh, to be God. this motivated all the time, dog. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, what's your inside voice? But understand, <laughs> but understand, fellas, that in this moment, and what you're saying, Fonte, is so beautiful, but that is like a goal. Like, what you're saying, like, to be able to actually sit and say, you know what? I feel like I've done this, and I've done that. People know, and I'm fulfilled, and I'm about my family. That is like, that's the yeah. goal. And to do it at, as a young age where you are, when people are usually still in the midst of the, the struggle of still trying to get to a one dream done. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to say in this moment, like, what a blessing to say that. Nah, and let me say, man, and let me say, like, because I think it goes, it would be kind of tone deaf to not say this. I mean, listen, we are all of us on this call. We are all, you know, what most would consider, you know, financially successful people. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Um, you know, we don't shit. have. Hey, I'm, I'm two years off the couch. I like to remind people. This is why <laughs> the first thing I said was I have three jobs because I don't. I never want to go back to the couch three years ago, Jason. Yeah, yeah. I'm new much. money. <laughs> new money. Hey, okay. I, I love it. I love it. But but money even still with couch. that. <laughs> but but even still with all that though, like just hearing all the stories. I mean, I guess the thing that I just always stress is like. The, the biggest thing I learned, because, I mean, we all have a, a never again story, right? Mm-hmm. Yours was, you know, you know, the couch and, mm-hmm. you know, the gas. And I've been there, too, like having to heat up, you know, water in the in the morning to take a sh- wash up before school and having the oven, yeah. all that shit. You know what I'm saying? 
But the thing is, and now when you grew when you grow up poor, you think like, okay, man, when I make money, then I'll be straight. All I need is money, money, money. And then you get the money, and you still mm-hmm. realize that you got to work on you. And mm-hmm. so, you know, a lot of times, I I think that it, the one thing that that gets missed is like that that the conversation you don't hear is like, yeah, you can make money, and it's great to have money, and it's fantastic, and I'm thankful for the money that I make, but. Your money can't save you from yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And <laughs> well, you I'm about to say, you know what those conversations are heard a lot, especially in round with black folks, because we just get into the money part. We just so, get right. <laughs> that we just right. get into the money part. We see more money, more problems, because we just started yeah. with a song. It was like, <laughs> 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 well, that's so let me get there first. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So Steve, what's what's your number? How much I've changed? Uh um, yeah, one to ten. Well, the haircut gets me to a five right off the bat. Yes. <laughs> For real. Big facts. <laughs> Only up from there. I don't, you know, beyond, in all seriousness, I don't. It's okay to not have a life-changing experience. No, There's I Some mean, people that still live their lives the same way every day. I mean, I, I change not much, but from the deaths, um, I'm, in, I'm in New York City, and that whole early period was rough. Um, the whole seven o'clock people going to their windows and balconies. Mm-hmm. That was all, that was all very, so I'll say, I'll say seven. Oh, also okay. I think this is, this changed too. Like this wrinkle here is moving to the right over here. See it? Making a, <laughs> making a right turn. Oh, <laughs> that's, to 20, the right. that's a 2020 thing right there. Interesting. It's moving, it's moving, moving across. Yeah. The, this, this, these two here, which I call the eleven. Which yep. we all kind of get, but yep. then this one kind of, kind of making a, a right turn over here, and I think that's new from this year. Downhill. All right, Sherman, what's your number? Uh, I don't know. I guess I say a six or seven. I turned forty this year. I think for the first time, like I've been running my whole life. Baby, mm. what a life, William! Wait, what I'm ten life? years older than you. Yeah, motherfucker, <laughs> but I don't have red lights in my room. But I'm you're older. <laughs> <laughs> Phillips Hue, uh, you know, Phillips uh, Hue. Anybody can do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I turned 40 and I stopped because I've been running so long. It was nice to like stop and look around and like, I don't know, focus on shit that wasn't working and hustling and da 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 da. And it was just nice to just take a break for a minute. Like, I've been spending a lot of time just about me, which I never do. Like, it's just work and work and work and work. And now it's just like not. And it kind of feels good about that. I had to like, Regroup, regroup, stop drinking at 11, like ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Fucking math homework. <laughs> well, wait, uh, okay, I'm, I'm childless, so can you explain to me what is, what is the math. daily, what's the daily grind of a homeschool parent, especially one in New York? Up at 7.30, breakfast, close, 8 a.m., first Zoom call, uh, at 8.30 to like 2, the kids are on Zoom. Your doing school different- Zooms you first or you Zoom the school? The kids Zoom the school. Okay. My kids. Uh, they work, they break for an hour for lunch, but at the different times, like the devil has lunch at 11 and mm-hmm. the other one has lunch at like 1. So it's like a whole... <laughs> Jason, he has two daughters and one's the devil and one's not the devil. That's not gonna... <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta stop. You gotta... It's too it's it's not going kids, on. Yeah. Two. We have a six and a half year old boy, Otis, and a little girl, Daisy, four. Are they so, totally um, different? 
They are pretty different. Yeah. Like Daisy is like a puppy and Otis is like a cat, you know, and like, uh, you know, like she jumps right. She jumps right in, in a pool. You know, he'll take 20 minutes to get in like me, exactly. you know, but yeah. It's not just me, so, yeah. but I'm getting to, uh, and, yeah. then, and then like yeah, Daisy, Daisy and, and Otis, and not the devil. Daisy's the devil. Oh, oh, okay, devil, okay. <laughs> she will be. I, I, you know, knowing how her mom was as a teenager, we we can already we see that coming. Yeah, no, it's clear. It's in her essence. Okay. <laughs> Two thirty-three. School ends. Homework. Hangout. Dinner. Shower. Bed. That's the day. Monday to really. Monday. Yeah. And it goes that way perfectly without any like. Fuck no. Fuck no. It's a disaster. <laughs> Every day is a disaster. But that's just what it's supposed to be. But it's not. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Those are those are the chords, and you solo around those. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there in C, and we're playing in like D minor. Like yeah, you did, like, it's yeah. like it's close, but it's not like real close. But does that allow you to do? Because I mean, you also work at Sesame Street full time. I do, but like, so how full, do you balance both? Full time is a loose relative term interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> it's all yeah. very you know metaphoric and. The artist workshop, so, baby. You know, like, my essence. My essence is. <laughs> so you're basically running a lot of reruns right now. Okay, I get it. I get it. So anyway, there's a lot going on. Just trying to, you know, keep my head above the clouds. I go. see. Yeah. All right. I I give myself a six as well. Um, Motherfucker, I give you 104. Yeah. No, like, I give it a six. Like, like in, in every way for the past year. What do I you give it a six, man. There's, there's still other lessons. There's like Captain Obvious lessons that I'm learning in front of the world in real time. Yeah. And then there's still some shit that I'm stubbornly dealing with. Holding on to. You know, like when good things happen, I find a way to fuck it up and I got to (laughs) stop doing that. So can we rewind? Can we rewind to our year review from last year? Was nothing. You remember? No, it was not like this. And the fact that I can't remember that lets you know it's different. (laughs) Amir, you were not this like. Zen oh, and man, you are now. Oh, you were last year. Yeah, dog. We were just f- friends back then. You have like the Grace <laughs> plus twelve. Like if you're at a six, that means an eighteen because Grace adds. 12 I feel like a six. No, yeah. Grace is like a ninety-seven. I, I you know. <laughs> she gets up at five a.m. already jumping on the trampoline yes. and doing like her. I'm not doing the trampoline, dog. It sounds to me like everybody feels you've earned your Rick Rubin merit badge, though. Yeah, I'm on the way there. I'm on the way there. He's got a white room. He's got a red. It's something. Yeah, there you go. I'm on the way. On the way there. Okay, so real quick, kind of rapidly, when did you realistically think, quote, that this would be over? I thought this will finally be over October. I thought around Halloween we'll be back to normal. Yada yada yada. when did you think that? I, did you think that in March? I thought that in April. Oh hell no! Yeah, yeah. I, nah, I, I, my on my card, I was already looking at twenty twenty two. Like that was my thing because the thing was, <laughs> damn, damn, bro, Fonte. Nah, because man, because the thing was <laughs> just a bunch of conspiracy theories. I mean, like nah, dark shit. Go ahead. No, nah, I mean, because yeah. the thing was, I guess you know, because when I, we did our last shows, it was like March of this year. We did uh, Philly and Baltimore. We those are the last two little brother shows we did, and we were even a little skittish about doing those. You know what I'm saying? Because it was when it was kind of starting, but not really. But we was like, I, right, I think we can pull these off. We had our sanitizer and everything, so you know, we checked in the hotel, we wiped stuff down, and it was cool. So and you doing shows that already? Were good and everything. Wow. Yeah, we was doing that in March, and so then when we got, we finished that. 
um, they called, well, they didn't call, but that's when they announced that South by Southwest was canceled. Yeah, and when they cancel South by Southwest, Everybody I said, "Bro, like, if they cancel, it's, I said, nigga, if they cancel South by Southwest, Coachella is next. <laughs> and, if, and if Coachella gets canceled, 2020 is a fucking wrap, dog. It's over." You said that, and Mark. then he did, I remember, yeah, he yeah. I'm like, yo, it's a wrap. And then the fucking NBA, can, like, nigga, it's a billion dollar business, and they just gonna stop that shit. Yeah, it's a wrap, cause it's it's deuces. Yeah. So so for so I in my mind. I was thinking of that, and then I just thought, well, okay, if this is all of 2020, 2020 is going to be the year of, like, preparation. Like, you know, it's just kind of the what the fuck year is what happening. Then 2021 will be the year where we kind of start to, you know, reemerge and, you know, and then 2022 is finally when, you know, things Mask. I don't think will be Mask normal, off. but. Oh, no. That will be yeah, maybe mask. But even then, with that, for me, nigga, the mask ain't going nowhere. Like we, <laughs> we st- <laughs> I'm, my, I'm about to be Michael Jackson right. with my shit. You know vaccine, no vaccine, whatever. Yeah, it's like, and and that's what I think. Just for me, this year was just a lesson in whatever. And we talked about this on uh, on Jill's podcast, like yeah, like whatever lessons that you learned in 2020, these are the lessons and the and the practices that you're gonna need to carry you out for the rest of your life you know what i mean like this is this just ain't no shit oh 2020 is over and we back nah if you get back out in the world trying to do the same shit that you was doing before rona you're gonna be fucked up cuz yes well you are right mine kept sliding i just mine mine just mine just kept sliding with like i i thought it was gonna be a few weeks and then but i mean every single benchmark that you just spoke about i i i agreed with and clocked and i was just like Oh, oh, and I just sort of just <laughs> kept going with it. I, but I, but I, you know, but I was also like the day after Trump, you know, got elected. I was like, oh, he's gonna mm-hmm. get that Manila folder and he's gonna rise to the occasion. Like I'm an internal optimist, you know. I literally <laughs> did. I remember oh. it was, it was. I know. I, I mean, like, so like when I saw like you know Chappelle do you know right after the election, I was kind of like, I was like, I'm feeling that. And then once the the you know. And then it was like a day later. I was like, "Oh wait, no, who am I kidding?" Yeah. But just had that little, <laughs> a little glimpse of hope. Nah. I just thought he was gonna, you know. I just assumed they give you a Manila envelope that you read about who killed Kennedy, you know, who who made crack, you know, <laughs> like and, and it's just like, and you're like, and you're like, oh my god, and then you're like, okay, this is humbling. I understand now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Area fifty one. Like the folder, where it really, though, Jason. But he has the folder. That's the scary part. He got the folder. He got the folder. Well, I know that. like, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. And then he gave it away. Yeah. But, <laughs> but so, so I thought this. I thought every. I thought you know. I thought every you know, uh, couple months. And then yeah, somewhere around the mid mid. Uh, yeah, it was probably around the NBA because for that same reason, it's like, oh, this is a this is this is mm. bad. Like if they're gonna shut this down. Yeah, man, it you was know, like a it was like a whiplash effect. Like, m- like me and my cousin, we talked about it, and she had like the most like beautiful analogy for it uh, for COVID. She was like, you know, years ago, um, her and her husband they lost, uh, they had a, they had a kid, and they lost the kid, her, her ex husband. And she said in therapy, a therapist told her that the reason why a lot of couples don't make it after they lose a kid is because their grief never sinks up. So like mm. one person will be in bargaining, one person will be in, you know, acceptance, wow. one person yeah. will be in anger, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. and it's like it was like the same thing with, with COVID because yeah. it's like yo, it's cuz everyone is at a, at a different point of understanding where they are, where we are in that's a different really, acceptance. Really something. Yeah. yeah, man, that's yeah. that's that's very heavy. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
Steve, when <laughs> when did you think this was over initially? <laughs> I mean, I can't remember what I was thinking, but um, I, I definitely thought it was going to go on for a long, long time. I mean, I'm I'm really surprised how how quickly that we may be able to come out of it, even if it is by you know next summer. I think that's that's pretty incredible if that happens. Yeah, right. <laughs> you you don't trust yeah, anybody. You you that ain't happening by next summer. No. You, ain't tra- you ain't gonna you ain't gonna take the vaccine. Oh no no we jumping there. I think Amir has an order of uh, no. But don't ask me that question. Really? Jamie McCarthy and COVID. Are you please don't Come on. Come on. Hold up. I got an official Bill. answer. I, what? I got an official. Here's answer. the thing, man. Bill, this is a lot of my white friends aren't really getting the why black of, people yeah. are so untrusting of vaccination. Tell and, me. And listen, can Please, I just say yeah. and, and let me say this. I had to explain it to a girlfriend who's a doctor and works at the FDA who's been in the struggle and is black and still like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? You didn't know who Henrietta Lacks was? No, she knows all, she knows all yeah. that. It's just her point is, is that they've been putting in the work and she's like, I don't believe that, you know, some black folks still think like this. And I'm like, a lot of black folks still do. Breaking yeah. down Amir, Henrietta. Like, because it's not like this was a long time ago. It's yeah. not like we're talking about, you know, yeah, Something I mean, happened in the 1700s. From, like this shit, yeah. From the Tus- Tuskegee, Tuskegee experiment, experiment to what happened to Henrietta Lacks, uh, the initial ringworm experience uh, experiments that they did on black people beforehand. Um, to the diseases I mean, that we in, have that they still ain't found cures for, Matt Rackett. Yeah, just in general, black. there's a deep distrust. Like, I'll put it this way, Bill, and I'm as middle class slash 1%, whatever it, it comes without being Carlton. A hell of a middle. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, I will say that before my cushy NBC insurance included job, and this is not to say I didn't have insurance in the roots, there was a 30-year gap before I finally went to the dentist. So I went to the dentist in 2009 to get my oh, four- shit. We about to talk about black people and doctors. Wait, black wait, men and insurance. Wait, oh no, black men and doctors. This is deep. We about to do that. Oh god, dude, Jesus. my last, <laughs> my my last time was at a at, at a uh, we call it, like a student a dental a dental school. Oh, uh-huh. like at my third, nineteen seventy nine. Oh wow! <laughs> like no. Chris Rock isn't joking that you have to be way past robotizing for, you know, even with with. Like I used to, I mean, Steve knows, like, Zara would get the sniffles. My now managers, uh, Zara would be like, get the sniffles and be like, I'm going to check, go see the doctor. I'm like, wait, you go to the doctors because you, you might have a cold? Like, that happens? Like, uh-uh, man. It, it took me 30 years. Imagine April of 1979 to to... When were my teeth about to fall out? Like May of 2009, I finally (laughs) went to the dentist. Finally. Like, there's just a deep distrust that we've had. And yes, I believe in science now. Yes, I do. I personally feel as though there is a conspiracy out to get us. No, I don't believe it. But it's going to be a hard time. It's going to be a hard sell. More than Barack Obama getting, getting it himself. 
No, he's gonna have to go down to the clinic and he's gonna have to stand next to Auntie whoever, and I need to see that they get in the same bio. <laughs> right. Can I ask a very simple question, please. Yes, yeah. sir. Why, why don't you all just go to black doctors? Oh <laughs> <laughs> it's black because doctors, but it's still white medicine. Yes. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Fonte. You made that so simple. Thank you. Thank you. What did well, you say? You know, it's it's black doctors, but it's still it's, we have black doctors, but well, it's still it's white black, medicine. It's black scientists too, you know. Wait, for the record, for the record, for the record, the the um the woman who's the the uh the, the woman, woman on the, that, on the team? Uh, which the company that D Dolly Parton gave a million dollars? Moderna? Pfizer? Was it? Oh no, no. The, not Pfizer, but Moderna. Um, okay. Is is it's it's an African American woman who is helming the uh, the the lead into the. Uh, it's the, a lot of vaccine. African. We you know Biden is we we in there we in there. It's that's not the that's not the point though, Steve. I'm sorry. It really is. Right. Well, down to kind of what, what Fonte said and then and what Amir said about the history. I'm not saying I'm 100 percent distrusting, but I will just say, like, I yeah. want to see what happens maybe the first two months. Exactly. Yeah. It's like we uh, I'm for me, I'm gonna take it. I'm just not gonna be in that first round. It's like it's like <laughs> first generation. You don't get the first Apple, you never exactly. get the first phone, you never no. get the first laptop, you never get the first iPod. Never, ever, ever, ever. You, you never do the first update on your phone. Never, never. get the first update to Big Sir. Don't do big that. Sir, you better wait till they fuck get yourself, Big Sir. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right. doesn't work. Big now sir. we get it. Now we get it. Now we get it. Yeah, Bill and I get it now. We get it. Yeah, now. thank you, Casey. We were we were on the the, the not knowing yep. angle. Now we get it. That was great. But can I just tell okay. you that I am happy that 2020 is the year that America is finally getting to know Black people, and I am excited about that. Hey. it's nice. Whatever it takes. Yes. yes. I, I've been on the podcast for five years, and I don't know shit about Black people. <laughs> <laughs> And that's saying a lot. I mean, considering the podcast, I've, I've been given a number of lessons, and I still don't know shit. I don't know if that says more about you guys or me, but either way, it says something. Yeah, you need to go to Strong Black Lead. It's already on Netflix. That's why they got those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just shout out. Okay, so next question. Okay. Listen, black representation is essential. If I hadn't seen and heard certain black women in radio, I wouldn't be in radio. Women like Robin Breeden, Candy Shannon, Michelle Wright, Deanna Williams. Women owning radio stations like Kathy Hughes. Listen, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Word. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Each episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Okay, so I feel silly because as much traveling as I do and as many Airbnbs that I stay in, because that's the only way I travel, I really have never considered my own space. I mean, think about it. What if you can make money for your next vacation while you're on vacation? And I know what you're thinking. You're like, my house is just not fancy enough. I just can't do the things. You're sleeping on your space. I'm sleeping on my space. Yes, I'm talking to myself. And I really don't even have to use my whole place. I could just Airbnb a room. I know how this works. Because again, I use Airbnb. Duh. I mean, just think about it. Most of us that use Airbnb are only using it for 50% of its power. We're spending the money, but we're not making the money. What if we could do both? Whoa. Mind-blowing. And your home really might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh. You got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm. How's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. What room in your house became your refuge? This one. This one. You're in your studio right now. I'm Pay Bill. Yes, it, uh, we also deliver baby boys in this room because of the color scheme. Color, yeah, yeah that's uh... <laughs> yeah, it's very nursery. <laughs> First choice, huh? First choice. Sir. I know, okay. not a good choice. Now, you look like you're in a bunker not... right now, Jason. What, what's this? Yeah, the, it, it's it's like the the off. I mean, we you know we live in Brooklyn, but we've been out here the whole time because of of this. And so, like this this became our communal office. But then when I was editing, I let Liv take this so she could do pre production for her movie that she's shooting now. And then I, then I went to like a real, like a, like I just found a, a, a this post-production house that let me even darker than this, exactly like a cave with like wood paneling behind it. And I would just sit at a screen and edit remotely and then get in the car. And I was like, you know, nine to five, you know, almost wearing a mask and, and sanitizing wow. only a few people in that office. But then wow. to hear that, you know, that's a TV there. And that, you know, early and early, like probably like April, I was playing, like I went through and finally played Grand Theft Auto five. Just to drive around LA, just to be like, hey, it's nice to be outside. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, that game is incredible. Seven years old, and it's still like incredible. And then, yeah. uh, and then, me and guys from the show, like writers and cast members of the show, started playing FIFA. We created an AFC Richmond team on pro clubs, and then we'd just be here, hot little head right next to me, jotting down ideas and lines, and it became, you know, a sanctuary. Uh, Otis and I played, you know, the Spider-Man game up in here. Yeah. You know, it was like what you on? You on PS5 or you Xbox? Which one? We uh, Xbox. We have PS4, but I haven't got PS5 yet. Okay, uh, I got uh, five. I got PS. Okay, yeah, but 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 that but that Spider-Man game was incredible, and we can't wait for this new Miles Morales one. So, but yeah, we just chipped away at things and just like playing, like you know, it, it became it became a place to to hang out. Right before I when I was hitting that thirty pounds, I was drinking like three micheladas 
on Saturday, three weeks <laughs> oh, later. <shit. laughs> we start we start writing like, do it. three Buffett songs, you know, me feeling fine after Misha Lotta number nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the, the lyrics of that those tunes are in this notebook. But yeah, yeah this the, this is it. It's just like a little office right off right off the thing. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, what was your what was your uh room of refuge? Room. Uh well, I only have one room. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, walked right into that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and skip like, me. No, I got one room too. And then I guess I say my man's bedroom because that's my room of refuge. There There's a meeting in my bedroom. Frontigolo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like this 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 couch area is I don't know what this switches. Three light switches. Yeah, yeah, this well, is well, in your house, uh, Fonte. So I just yeah, feel I'm like... in my living room. This is just like a corner. I mean, because we had to kind of you know rearrange some shit. So we ended up having to put my son's uh, desk for his uh, for his schooling. So we had to buy him a new desk and and then put it over by the window. And then I'm kind of in just in the corner on the other side, just in my little corner. But my place of refuge is actually, it kind of became my deck, man. Like, I would just... You've uh, never shown us anything but the Switch, Fonte. You know, we did Questlove I mean, Quest Supreme Live. We've been doing wait, this shit did, for a year, did, uh, and we've only sat here Did we and, do a video in that house? Yes. Nah, that, that, was, that was my buddy's house. That wasn't my house. Oh. That wasn't my house. Amir, okay. That was my buddy's house. He's never shown us anything but the Switch. I will show you. I will give you the the yeah, MTV no, cruise tour of my house. Right, right, over. <laughs> right yeah, and yeah. She's always because right like, I'm and right next to the right. kitchen. I'm right next to the kitchen. But yeah, it was a, the deck kind of became my spot, man. Because I mean, you know, we couldn't really go anywhere. And um, you know, during the, when it, when the weather was good, I would just grill. You know, that kind of became mm. some of my therapy. I would just cook oh, and, uh, good, yeah. and I give food to my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I you know, do ribs or whatever. And I give them a slab away, you know what Damn. I mean? And, um, but, yeah, uh, but I just them. cook. And so I just be out and just, uh, you know, just on deck might, you know, smoke me a little something, just, you know, just enjoying the air. And that's kind of became my place. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, the dispensary. <laughs> a the place what? of, re- the dispensary was a place of refuge dispensary. for oh, okay. some of us. Coming see. to New Jersey. 2021. Okay, so in in terms of panic purchasing, which I'm sure we did a lot of between March and maybe kind of cooled out in July once we realized the world wasn't going to come to an end. (laughs) What was the item that you panic purchased obsessively? (laughs) Ring light. Ring, ring light. Ring light. Ring lights is right. Gotta get the right, right one. Gotta get the right one. Lights. Ring lights. I had to buy the little laptop uh, stand, like we, you, you know, yeah, the little mic. I bought a what bar for my garage. There, there you go. Really? <laughs> really, Fonte? Hey, right. Really? Really, Fonte? Bill? I bought, a, I bought a bar off Etsy for my garage because <gasps> I needed a place to hang out. So my garage is now a fully fledged bar. I know this podcast has made me look like an alcoholic. Well, no, mostly your content, not the not the podcast. It's just... <laughs> yeah, thank Bill, you. Bill, you're Fonte of this Christmas of this year in episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> for real. You just gotta, you know, go after the good. You bought a large hey, item brother. from Etsy. Can you talk about but, that? Because so, I... so I bought a bar from this guy in Florida. 
who clearly only makes bars for people in Florida. And I said, hey, will you ship it up to New York? And he said, oh, man, that's going to cost a lot of money. This is all an Etsy, right? And I was like, oh, really? How much? And he was like, $200. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're good. $200. And they like bring it up in one huge piece and they place it in my garage. And it's on wheels. I can wheel my bar places. It's all right. that's a good bar. That'll last pro that'll last post COVID. Yeah. That, like that's one year of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, where did you see this bar to make you be like, I need this? Uh I typed in bars for your garage, I believe. Shut up. <laughs> Are you saying yo? Not for nothing. Bars? That's how that's how people started. I don't even think I'm lying. I think that's actually what I typed. That's I think so cool. that's right. how people start what? Some people started, you know, in the summertime because people didn't realize they didn't have pools and they were stuck in COVID. Remember, everybody was taking yeah. the bins, the color bins, and they were making their own pool. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I remember. No, and you're I, right. Yes, you're right. yes. Aldea was showing me that. I mm-hmm. want. I'm sorry. I don't know what that had. Okay. Good segue. Yeah. Anyway, wow. I didn't do any. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do any uh, like toilet paper or any of that stuff. I, I think I was. I don't think I got caught that wave. Like we didn't as a house. Oh, you know, we we got um. Liv did get us, you know, like earthquake, you know, a couple of survival kits, like Judy uh, kits and stuff like that. But, Judy kits? But I think, I think it's called Judy. Kits? What is it? Judy? I don't know. I just know it says the word Judy on the side. This, I don't know. Let me look it, it up. Sounds but it's like, like something I, I should have. A beret. Well, I think, oh, in LA. Yes, yes. Yeah. Now that you're out here. Yeah, I think so, actually. It's, okay. um, let me, let me, let me look it up here. But I'm I think s- it is. I'm pretty sure it's Judy. Is it like J E W D Y? <laughs> nope. nope. Good old fashioned Judy, oh, okay. Judy, Judy. Ah, Judy. Wow. Oh, thank oh, you, Judy. Jason. <laughs> hey, thank you, Ooh. Olivia. I would, I would, uh, you know, I just have a bunch of double A batteries. Like, that's going to do shit. You know, I don't know. I'm, you know. Jason, do you know any celebrities that have bunkers, like those really fancy bunkers? I've seen now, you know, when this happened, I looked up. Like no. Area 2, Area like a panic room. Like on some panic yeah. room shit. Yeah. You know, like the hangers that you can buy, they're like, I'm just curious if I, you, would you tell me if you did? Besides David Geffen. I, I, would, I would tell you if I knew, if I knew, if I knew of them, but I don't Jason know. Jason Bateman ain't got no. <laughs> no, he's They got a hell of a tree house though, I believe. <laughs> You know, if memory serves, I haven't been to his place, but I remember him really loving like that treehouse, like um, oh. reality show and, and him, <gasps> him being like, you know, won that for his daughters, which I'm super envious of. And, I mean, oh, as like a child, yeah. I, we never, we never had a tree. My dad, my dad grew up in the South side of Chicago, like in a high rise. So he, doesn't, he barely knows how to change a light bulb. He's, he's a great dad, <laughs> but he, he always had a super, you know, someone, you know, Schneider mm. always came down and fixed the lock. Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> like, reference. Schneider. Yeah, so, yeah. Wait. So like my dad. <laughs> I love that you didn't say Bookman, but you said Snyder. I could have gone with Bookman. I, I could have you know, hey, Raj and rerun. I could have gone. You know, I could have gone Bookman. Right, right. Uh, exactly. I, you know, I know, it, it's not my default guy, though. No, but I'm. You know, I but I'm. We uh, <laughs> one day at a time. I know. Oh, we yeah. watch one day at a time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, the best. Um, but I, I, yeah, the vet, yeah, the jean vest and all that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so yeah, I think you has got a treehouse. I don't know if it's if it's ready to, you know, for nuclear fallout or anything. I don't know if it has like panic, panic doors and stuff like that. Um, Amir, Dave Chappelle got one. Don't he? he got one. Dave Chappelle got one. I got everything. Not really. Okay, okay. Just... No. Not really. It's you not, know what it's I'm not saying? an underground. I mean, no, no, I mean, but he has acres, so you know, but Might it isn't like there. he just turned that town into one science believing blue town you know what i mean yeah like where the 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 cops wear masks and they hey how can we help you sir like that sort of thing 
Wow. It's like Lawrence, Kansas. It's like the one Douglas County is like the one blue county in Kansas, you know, like where the University of Kansas is, like the uh-huh. bottleneck and the Granada. If you got oh, Lawrence. Your, I know yeah, exactly. Is that yeah. why I always play Lawrence, Kansas? Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean Kansas City <laughs> Kansas City But yeah, that was like that was the that was the joint. You look I mean I mean this year, you know, the last couple of years maybe, you know, the the Kansas City, Kansas side, like Wyandotte County will have will mm-hmm. be blue, but 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 as far as like internal kansas not not like the that you know our it. biggest city that's douglas county that's, that's that the university of. because we yeah. would always there would there was a we would always start um a tour like a major tour like yeah with beck or the fujis whoever we start in lawrence kansas yeah it was like a like a, a theater it was sort of like a movie or well, used to the, be a movie granada. theater the granada the, yeah 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 I don't think I saw you guys there. <laughs> You've been to some Granada shows? Oh yeah, yeah, Granada, the bottleneck. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean that, that was that's where you would see folks, but like when they maybe had, you know, one radio hit on like A the alternative. Hits, yeah, yeah, like I saw like Cake there, like Ben Folds Five, like in their first tour. Wow. And, you know. Like when they were still, when Ben was still lugging around a piano in a U-Haul. You know, it was like <laughs> yeah, that's where you go, the bottleneck. Oh great. damn! Yeah, yep. that's my spot. All right, what did you what did you purchase? Uh, panic purchase liar oh no I, I i i really meant the ring light you know i gotta tell you oh okay and, you were and, and not for nothing i'm still getting fighting through my broke mind my my boyfriend keep reminding me that he's like you got three jobs now so you can actually buy things because yeah. buy stuff yeah i still i'm just it's hard it's hard it's hard okay <laughs> yeah, wait okay huh yeah what um, you buy a mayor i brought a ranch yeah like out in the middle of fucking, you live in white Peopleville. Like you protected on all sides by white folks. <laughs> yeah, man. I yeah, I was like, uh, this is never happening again. See, there goes certainty. Never I, again. The never again I, thing. I, <laughs> I purchased. <laughs> I purchased a bunker so that this will never happen again. All right, wait. So real quick, uh, what's the maximum amount of people that you were quarantining with, Laya? Wait, wait, I didn't. Oh, I'm up on Steve. Question. You gotta jump in when you get in. What did you panic by? I I couldn't Eat? buy anything. You need to pay me more. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Good answer. He just okay. waiting to use that punchline. Yeah. yeah. I didn't panic. I didn't panic by anything. I panic gave. I think I I like I just donated a bunch of money like the different That's organizations. Like I gave money to my school and shit. Like, it was just make y'all feel I was just bad. thinking. I was like, yo. I was like, no, nah, it right. wasn't even that. It was just, I was thinking, because I mean, I kind of knew how we lived, and I was like, all right, I think, you know, we'll be cool, but I know some people that ain't going to be yeah. cool. So That's a, right. That was a cool thing yeah. that Olivia had the foresight to do of, of buying gift cards from, you know, restaurants that we went to in the area a lot, knowing that they would be mm. shut down, but buying like $1,000 gift cards. Like, li- like just yeah. literally going here, just like, here's some money, just like, oh. you know, I mean, you know, like, because we, because, oh, for you know, the any given month. Nice. Okay. For the restaurant, yeah, yeah. yeah so like, yeah, here, yeah. here's the money up front, and we'll catch you on the on on you know uh, on the flip flop. But also, then they did honor them, you know, when when they started delivering meals and stuff. But that right. you know, just helping <laughs> small businesses in that regard. That's what's up. That was, and they remember yeah, when they smart. started seeing y'all, they was like, shit, they already paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. So <laughs> speaking, they're, they're, speaking they're, of food. Be, what kind of dickheads tip with a gift card? <laughs> right. Buy <laughs> <laughs> something for yourself. Buy something nice for you. Yeah. Here you go. Okay, so what what new uh, item or food was your friend in 2020? Man, the 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 undisputed heavyweight champion of the Coleman household, 
of the 2020 pandemic <laughs> is the motherfucking air fryer. Listen. <laughs> really? Bruh. The air fryer, really? it is, man, it gets it all. It, it damn near pretty much replaced our microwave. Like, it just, everything. I mean, it'll that reheat good? stuff. Bro, the air fryer is a game changer, man. Like, I mean, it's basically just an, it's just a fucking easy bake oven for adults. But, <laughs> really, I was about to say, it ain't you know lifestyle change with so much, but yeah, it does help. Yeah, but, deep fry. but you can, yeah. It, yeah, it deep fry without, you know, without oil, you know what I'm saying? But it just gets your stuff crispy. Like if you ordered, you know, fries from somewhere or whatever and you got something left over, you want to heat them up, they'll work. But uh, but yeah, we use it for everything. My son, he uses it. He'll make his breakfast in the morning for school, uh, for, you know, before he jump on his laptop. And uh, yeah, the, the air fryer, it saved us for real. Yo, have, have y'all right. had Jenny's ice cream? Yes. Oh, no, my Jenny's motherfucking. Who is this bitch? Who is this? I don't know. She's a she's a wizard. She's a witch. She uh, is that the one with the salt with like the the salted peanut butter with the chocolate flecks? Do they do that there? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They and they, they make that, the really thick waffle cones where you walk in there and it just they deliver. So is this no, they, so is this a store? This is a spot. This is oh, Jenny Splendid ice creams. Child, yeah. it, it is all yeah. across the country, but here in LA, they, yeah. they delivered during the COVID times, and that was my yeah. answer because whoosh, 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 the salted caramel, yeah. the almond butter brickle. They have one ice cream with a uh, a uh, uh, kettle corn. Uh, it's just it's a lot, and it's really good. It's better. And I'm an ice cream aficionado. Yeah. I am. I am. I, 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 I am. <laughs> you know what I miss from I miss from our neighborhood in Brooklyn is Ample Hills. Ample, Ample Hills. What is crack this? Ice cream. The crack ice cream is like crack ice cream in Ample on, Hills. Son, can you only get it from New York though? Is it like no, 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 no. You, I think they have. I think they have it out here too. But but they do. But you know, you have that that um, uh, you know, what was another thing we used that way? gold 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 belly gold be- gold belly gold belly. We hit that place up, you know, a few times. Like New York New York meals, like you know, getting oh. Russ and daughters, you know, sent out here. Yeah, I did that. That's right. Right. Yeah, it's a good, uh, you know, that, that was helpful. Yeah, let me let me shout out Halo Top ice cream as well. Um oh, the, for the grocery store run. That's your grocery Halo meat? Top. Yeah, it's that's it's your... um you know, I, I I can partake in stuff that's under uh 15 uh carbs and so Halo Top is definitely yeah. Yo, you know you what else is a great substance? You heard ice cream. No. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like what kind of black person is not lactose? Because we all in denial. It makes us all fart, and I don't know why we lie about it. Like, no, but it is. I, I love I'm not ice lactose cream. intolerant. It messed me sure, up. Babe. Sure. It messed Go me to up. bed on some ice cream, Amir, and then let me talk to Grace the next morning. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. I'm serious, I, I, dog. I'm I'm cool with it. Okay. Yo, another for those that are looking ways to cheat the system as far as like getting your sweets on without having to partake in the carbs. Um, hmm. One thing yeah. I discovered this year. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Really? Cool Whip. Almond Milk Cool yeah. Whip? Is it Almond Milk Cool Whip? No, just it's 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 low in carbs, low in sugar. You put it in, in the freezer. And... I like that you're talking like you just invented Cool Whip. Cool Whip around like 100 <laughs> years ago. Like, what I know, fuck? but it's cheating. But not like Listen, this. I mean, it's, no. it's I mean, a way for you to have I'm some cool heroin. Whip. It's a way for uh, me to have some heroin without getting high. I don't know. You need I, to, oh God! You need it's to, my near uh-huh. beer. You need it's to check the cholesterol. Beer. It's your old duels. It's your old duels. Old duels. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's my near beer. You need to check the cholesterol content because that should be greasy. There's sugar-free Cool Whip, Laya. I said cholesterol. All right, all right. Go ahead, do your thing, Brad. I'm just saying that they also make an almond well, milk. Look at uh, me. I mean, something's working. 
You're right. You're right. Look at him. Look at the I'm just saying. Anyway, shout out to Halo Tapping. Cool. You're right. I'm whip. so sorry. Whip. Anyway, um, whip. Yeah, cool whip. Oh, also shout out to Lynn's lifestyle. Um, she's the lady who uh has invented miracle uh carb um cool whip items like cornbread mm-hmm. and and oh you put us on to her early on in the year yeah Lynn's life yeah Lynn's definitely life. her cornbread definitely that's, that's everybody that's gonna buy somebody else's down. cornbread but that's cute. well I mean look it's not cornbread in, in the life sense of the term of cornbread but you know again <laughs> for someone that's abstaining sorry, bread can you explain it, what you're talking about yeah <laughs> what? Uh, a big part of my life is also abstaining from bread and other white foods like rice and potatoes and all those things. So, can you do sweet potato? Can you do sweet potato? I could do occasional sweet potato. Matter of fact, when I hang up, I'm gonna have some sweet potato tonight. Mm. So basically, she had a is is it celiac? I forget the, mm-hmm. the, something like the, I don't yeah know. the celiac disease. The, yeah, yeah. So she had like if if she looks at nuts or seeds or anything, yeah. uh, she'll break out. Like that's how bad. This woman's allergies was and her husband was like i hate seeing you miserable like this like you know figure out how to make what you like out of seeds like puree the seeds and all those things so she would take seeds and start making bread and muffins and her name is it's lynn's life like she makes it in her crib it's a very small okay. business but oh wow she's gonna love this she's gonna love this commercial <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's gonna love this commercial. How many? What's the maximum? What's the maximum amount of people have that have been quarantining with you? Just three for me. It was, well, well including me myself. The, the question about what food I was eating. Come on, damn, man! Steve, you ain't gotta answer that question. God damn! What you want right, from me? I want to hear it. I want to. Actually, I'm very no, I do want to hear it because I. Yeah. What are you doing now that Starbucks isn't? Oh fuck! <laughs> as it used to be. Uh, Starbucks, Starbucks is they're they're pretty open um, everywhere. There's still some. Well, in the beginning, there. they weren't. So, how are you coping without Starbucks? When weren't they well, open? I told told that story back 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 when it started. I I bought uh, the the type you make at home. You know, with the what's it called? Instant instant coffee, where you just stir it into hot water. Oh, okay. But the crazy part was, I accidentally bought the caffeinated. And I was drinking the caffeinated coffee for like four months without realizing, and I I had gotten off caffeine. Wow! Then Starbucks, Starbucks opened up, and it's too- <laughs> yeah, back. Your bag on. Yeah. Were you yeah, having headaches? No, no, because I didn't I didn't know that I was. It was placebo. Placebo, yeah. Placebo, man. Placebo myself. But in answering your original question, I went back and pretty much tried every single type of breakfast cereal that exists. Over the nice. however many months we were quarantined, really? Damn, Steve. Out, damn, Steve. I want to figure out. Is that bad for your sugars? Some of them are very bad. Yes, but some uh, of them. Steve wants to finish his sentence. Go ahead, Steve. You wanted to figure out. I wanted to figure out which was the greatest breakfast cereal of all time by revisiting all of them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm here for this. And 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 there and? were you know clearly a lot of. Possible winners, but at the end of the day, it was Frosted Mini Wheats. Pops, pops. You say, what you say, Frosted Flakes, Steve? Frosted, Frosted Mini Wheats. 
Yeah, Ooh. Frosted Mini Wheats. Oh wow, no. the little, hey, the square, the little, the little guys. Yeah, no Frosted way. Mini. I'm not mad. No way. Yeah, because it was it was the perfect balance of sweet and you know health and adult. Sweet yeah. and adult. <laughs> but you, sweet and adult. But you sweet can't adult. eat them. You can't eat it without milk. That's and your next book. Sweet and adult. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. All right. My, so Fonte yeah. said three. What's the maximum amount of uh, people you quarantined with? And it's three, including my, myself. Just me, my wife, my son. It's just three of us. That's it. Okay. Laya? Like quarantine, I mean, spend time or you just came through. Okay. No, that's true. Actually, not come through. Quarantine? I've quarantined. Uh, too because remember Amir, okay. I, I was i was hit calling you out on <laughs> social media <laughs> yeah but the thing is i think one is hard to i think it's hard to quarantine alone i think it's hard to quarantine with two i think three is the perfect number what about your 15 you at least throw a person huh i said what about your 15 at the ranch the party <laughs> yeah but i was also on acres in a farm but For grace sure. and i were in a house I mean, of course, if I'm DJing, yeah, motherfuckers gonna come up, but yeah, you know, look, yeah. just I've put everyone you. at ease. Steve and I regularly get tested, yeah, so we've been pretty much 100% with our negativity, not, not the rapid test though, because you can't trust those. Sorry, you get both, okay. Well, I get both, okay, you know, all right, I do combinations of both, okay. Unpaid, what, what was your maximum number? Me, my girlfriend, and her kid, or me, my ex wife, and my kid. Four. So a combo of four <laughs> to three. Yep. That's high. Wow. Based on that smile, I'll just skip to the chase. The less we know, the better. Yeah. <laughs> numbers are numbers. Numbers ain't nothing but a number. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, good point. Well said. Jason, you yeah. should write that down next to, um, yeah. you know, um, whatever Jazzy Jeff said, then whatever I said. Right after Die empty. empty. Die empty. Die empty. You know, numbers are numbers. numbers. Are, there you go. Numbers, numbers are numbers. Yep. Deep, deep shit. Go ahead, Amir. You have 30 people at your Karen Ranch. No, in the beginning when I went to the farm, yeah, it was me, Grace, her, two kids. You ain't got to do the roll call. We're going to be here. You was doing a roll call. I was like, there's a lot of people. You ain't got to do them all their names. Shout them out. No, look, we were in Grace, and Grace, me, Grace, and her two kids Okay, started off in our guest house. And we were socially distanced and all that stuff uh, with the other people. I mean, we were on a, a, a farm with uh, a total of, eh, at its minimum, seven people. Mm-hmm. At its maximum, sometimes 11. Um, Amir, how old are Grace's kids? Oh, they're adults. Leaf is uh Leaf is twenty Oh wow. She's twenty five, twenty six. Oh, and um Ryden, he's black Jesus. Uh he's like Oh yeah, they're beautiful. They both like some beautiful twenty three. What's that like? We've never talked about this ever. They're cool, but they're not like her kids. Like they're People. fellow adults. You know what I mean? Like they're <laughs> Um, Leaf is probably the most resourceful human being I know. Like, if you go to her Instagram, she'll love this shout out. Uh, if you go to Leaf's Instagram, her name is Leaf L E A F. Um, like, she does all of her, she shot her own ads that are hanging in, uh, like, she models a lot for like a lot of these companies that are on, are in, uh, Times Square right now. So, like, 
she'll shoot her own Times Square ads for the companies that she's modeling for. She sells, Generation she, Z, you know, like, they're resourceful. Generation she, Z. Yeah, no. she makes like she has her own like garage sale like on on the like I sound like an old person trying to describe this, but like, she's managed to. Yeah, sorry. Well, it's like okay. she's just the most resourceful <laughs> human I know. Like if you tell her like I need twenty thousand dollars right now, she instantly knows like how to organize and come up with it so she's been organizing it and it's just her just l-e-a-f on instagram is that is, is that yeah, her leaf yeah okay I'm, I'm looking at her an now. artist as well her they're um both leaf, leaf and Ryden's father he um invented like the idea of the street team like the first time you saw oh, wow. yeah, yeah. the idea the idea of like puffy having these like uh uh, protest signs advertising bad boy and like stickers that you see like all over the place that these rap artists or wraparound vans like he weren't the, the SW ones the first street team I think I think you're wrong yeah, they just <laughs> had yeah, plastic guns. Guns. <laughs> I don't know I don't know Amir. I, I think you got to do your research here but that's the <laughs> that is one of those no, things it's that's hard just, to prove but I believe them it's a it's a family of hustlers <laughs> riding riding to me. Riding right now is, I think, the hardest part of life. The hardest transition in life is somewhere between 19 and 23. Shit. So that's where you really have to push yourself to realize who you are and get into it. You You don't believe in that? Fuck no. Who who pushing you? Why you got to know? You ain't got to know till you're 30 yeah, yeah. No, well, I, well, I had a son at 21, so I had to to figure that out. 19 to 23 is a transition. It, it is, is a big I mean, transition. It is, but it's usually it's, it's, it's a transition in a sense because that's when you realize, like, or at least for me, when I graduated, you know, I was 21, I graduated in 01, so I was like 21, 22. Yeah, like that's when you get out and you realize, okay, whatever I'm doing now, this has the potential to be my life for the rest of my life. And that's some sobering shit. You know what I mean? Like, I was working at like a call center and shit, and it's just like, Nigga, is this it? Because it ain't no more school. You know what I'm saying? It's no more, you know, all the, whatever the mm-hmm. rites of passage were up until this point, we mm-hmm. done. So you can What's fuck around like? and be in this, yeah, you can fuck around and be in this call center for the next damn 30 years. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, right. hell no. Nah. It's a good, it's well, a good stage to find your bliss, to find the right thing. That you're like, oh, I'm going to go after this regardless. You know, that just straight Campbell, up. Yeah. You know, yeah. Thing, follow your bliss. Because that's when I, that, like, after I leaving college, I played basketball in college for a little bit, just community college in Kansas. But when I left, I was like, oh, I love this. And then I moved to Chicago. And that's when I officially, I'm like, this is me trying to be an actor. I mean, I'm, I'm going to live in my grandmother's house and drive my uncle's car, you know, <laughs> you know. but still I knew the choices I was making was all that. And like, you know, nine to five job was just for gas because, you know, I didn't yeah. charge rent luckily. <laughs> Jason, how long was that life for you? How long was that? I mean, in many ways, it's still, it's still going on. Like, it, you know, like you the kind group. of. Well, I mean, that that was, oh, it wasn't until SNL, but even SNL is a, not a great television contract. I mean, you know, I, I love pointing out to people, you know, that like, uh, just for people to realize, you know, what George Carlin got paid in 1975 on October 11th to host SNL, mm-hmm. five grand. Wow. Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you know, Tim Chalamet got paid last week, five grand. Now, I don't wow. know how long I just pulled that off. But he, it is a thing, all right. So you know, 
Uh, like I, so how much just do you skill. pay to be on Sesame Street? Yeah, I, <laughs> five, I mean, five bucks. How much do you think, you know, Harry Belafonte got paid 30 years ago? Five bucks. Five bucks. Yes. Wait, Bill, did I get paid for Sesame Street at all? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Probably not. I did. I, yeah, I did an offshoot. I did, the, you know, Elmo up all night. I mean, that's, you know, that's late night. That's late night money. That's three fifty. Is that your show too, Bill? <laughs> yeah. Jason did uh, Elmo's late night talk show and it was fucking yep. hilarious. Yo, that's uh, hilarious. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Nice. Olivia and I both did it. No, it was, it was, that, that was, um, it was awesome. It was, it was a joy. Well, what I was saying like you was that when you're, when you're crossing that bridge where you're not just under your, you're the tutelage of your mom and dad anymore, and you got to yeah. be your own person. That part, yeah. That's the transition between 19 and 23. So yeah, that part, yeah. What I see for her son, I believe in my heart that her son, um, and this is crazy pressure to put on him, I feel like him as an artist, like he's, he's to me, like he could be the next Basquiat. And in terms of like the art community has, like the same way that I had a circle with like, Dilla and D and Erica and you know like the whole Black Lily Collective and all that stuff. He has an art community that, and I almost feel kind of guilty giving my unsolicited capitalist, you know, <laughs> snake oil salesman advice. Like, wait, if you guys all gather together, this is this is a billion dollar art art community. Right? Was empire, like, I'll be yeah. the person to end their community. Like right now it's just very pure and very for art's sake. So Yeah, let them fuck it know. up on their own. That, yeah, man. Right. Exactly. William Sonoma, don't do it. No. Yeah. You 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 teach it you teach a kid to fuck up, you know, but if you allow a kid to fuck up, he'll fuck up forever. You know, it's like yeah, it's like that. Give a man a fish. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Talk up a man's fish. You know, that's one thing. Talk up a man's river. You know, like, you know. There it is. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll go to entertainment. Um, for those of you that indulged in television. Oh. Okay. What's the TV show that you are ashamed to admit that you indulged and watched? Like I said, I was going to watch a whole bunch of Criterion Collection education movies. Oh, and then and and the ain't exact got them, opposite. Ain't got time for all that goddamn learning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, nah, we ain't here for that. Uh, Subtitles? No, I'm not here. Yeah. I was on, well, I was on 90 Day Fiance pretty heavy. And then I, I just got on there. Yeah. Other I was day on 90 Day Fiance. The other way. The whole 90 Day whole Fiance, child. the other way. Yeah. Child, that's some good stuff. That shit is a right. mess. Um, Wait, what's that, the other way? The other way is when they, oh Amir. The other way is when the American goes to the other country. So you got like them going to Ethiopia um, and all. So yeah, there's the American version of the Russian mail order bride that I yes. hear about in every sitcom. A hundred percent. It is the it, bro, it was this white woman that was gonna marry this dude from Qatar. Man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> like it, there is no punchline. What are you saying? <laughs> like no, you just bro, saying, you already know. Yeah. Man, look. So yeah, so I know I know what Americans have been sold about the Russian male order bride. Like, you know, and I guess we sort of see the first lady as that somewhat. But what I'm saying is Oh no, not somewhat. What is how how <laughs> how how is the American sold as a prize to other countries? What do you mean? Man, I I don't I think it's just 
I yeah, never I don't know if they're surprised. Like, I, I think it's just, I think in the Qatar, with the lady that was going to Qatar, I think it was just, they were looking at it, the guy was looking at it like, well, I can basically use you. I mean, it was, I mean, it's all like kind of a scam, really. They all like trying to just use each other for money or for citizenship or something. But mm-hmm. it, it, it's just, it's all like dysfunctional and hilarious as hell. Um, but that's kind of that's what the sale is. It's a lot of other franchises that branched off because you got the house of Chantel and stuff now. Because Chantel had married the Dominican dude, and now they live. Oh, yeah, yeah, Chantel yeah, yeah, is yeah. a black girl that's real pretty, and her whole family is kind of good looking, so they get in their own show. It's a lot going on. Sorry, I what watched a lot of TV. So you ninety days, Beyonce. Yeah, not, and yeah, ninety. My mom watches this, so if I visit, she always has it on. But I, yeah. that's all I know. It's education. <laughs> it's but the story is always like some. Greasy looking guy, and you know, yes. Uh, uh, like, how long does the do they stay with the storyline until it ends? Or, man, they stay with it. Like, it, well, I think this year, and I think this is kind of why I got out of it because COVID shut a lot of shit down. So, what ended up happening is like they, you could tell they basically they were stretching the dope too far. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. like, they didn't really have a whole lot of content. Like, y'all cut it too thin because y'all coming back. Y'all they ain't did. got but about damn 15 minutes, 20 minutes worth of damn content stretched out over a fucking hour. And it just, it was bad. So, I, that's why I got out of it. But, um, but they'll follow people. I mean, if they get spinoffs and stuff, um, and basically the more dysfunctional, the better, like, as, as all reality shows, the chick Darcy. Uh, who's has a twin sister? They have a show now called Darcy and Stacy, which I just I have not watched. I oh, I forgot about that. Yes, she, <laughs> won't, she the chick with the big duck lips, bro. Wow. You, yo, they show the commercial like every yeah yeah every you watch this every TLC, five Discovery, you'll watch it. P.S. Okay. Can I just say one word? And I would just like to know because people are in the closet about this show, but I think all of y'all watch this show. Was it? What is it? Cheaters. I haven't che- watched. Cheaters. I said, Wait, cheaters. Is cheaters still a thing che- in 2020? Che- yeah. Peter Guns is going to be hosting it in 2021. Oh, I thought y'all was all right. We was no, talking I'm about. Not. I, remember, I remember cheaters back in like the 90s. Yeah, it's that's still- one. That's the last time I watched it on the so weekend. Wait, wait, Peter right. Guns. New York got crazy game. Peter Polygamy Guns. Now hosting Never mind. Cheaters. I thought I, had, I thought we had a tribe, and I, I, I'm sorry. I, I thought. Wait, yeah. has it been on the air? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter, Peter's. <laughs> Peters has it, but old episodes of Cheaters, because you know it had different hosts, and the last host who was the grandson of uh Clark Gable, you know, he he died this year oh. in 2020. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, Clark his he was Clark Gable. Joey Gre- not Joey Greco. After that? Joey Greco was Clark Gable's okay. grandson. Yes. Oh, I did man. not know this was information. I have no all. idea what you're talking about. Cheaters. <laughs> I remember Cheaters, but like, like yeah, the, when I was at Central, group. nigga, I ain't watched was that forever. Cheaters like, was Cheaters like an ambush show, like where you would catch people that are no, cheating? No, well, it wasn't necessarily an ambush show. It was a show where people people came to the host to find out if their loved one was cheating, and then they had detectives, and that detective would actually it. go, and and then, yeah, and then you would ambush once they found out that that yeah, person Yeah, there we go. Cheating. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's what, yeah. An ambush Wait, was forthcoming. Ambush, ambush. Third act ambush. I got but you. All right. Yeah, yeah. Amir says shows we're embarrassed about, and now I'm back to being embarrassed. So never mind. Shit. Too hot to handle. Netflix. No. Too hot is, anyway. Man, I tried right, to watch Steve, that, what? man. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. So the premise of Too Hot to Handle on Netflix is you put, you know, 20 beautiful people on an island, and you're like, if you win, oh, and they can't show, have sex. And they can't have yeah. sex. They can't touch each other. Yeah, they can't I saw this, other, They can't do anything. 
if they do, like the money starts to go down. And so like they all try to like sneak off fucking and like, you know, crazy under the cover shit and, and they get caught yeah. every time. And there's like a there's like an announcer robot. And it's a, whole, a price to pay. I'm still it's putting this on my like, list. So like if you fuck, it's 20 grand. If you fuck, it's 20 grand. If you if you kiss, if you make out with someone, it's like five grand. So like yeah, start, like if you hold they hands. I was like 250 grand and at the end they're down to like five grand. Right. <laughs> if you have like, a meaningful and conversation. And they're like, here's 200 bucks. It's I would ridiculous. show up on that show and just like just masturbate like crazy and just leave there just flush. Oh, you're not, <laughs> like, you're not allowed to do that either. You can't masturbate. You're not allowed to. There's no, no you, can't. you can't do that either. No, 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 no. You can't do you can't do anything. And then this is what they do. Watch me. What? No, no. This, this is what they do. <laughs> no, I mean right now. Watch, watch me. Wait. Wait. That's the commercial right there for the show. Yeah. Watch me. <laughs> wait a minute so the thing is is that jason what they do is they even turn the heat up more like if if you seem to be mastering <laughs> nice choice of words amir the game yeah. too much <laughs> then they start important and even hotter people that's right wow they try to yeah. see you it's like you don't want to fuck that like i'm fucking this and it's and like goal, okay and their goal is to literally bring people on to seduce you yeah so it's like, like so it's, it's the like best going way to, to lose a game it's like going to russia on business like they're they're, 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 gonna, they're gonna twiddle your knobs they're gonna dial in they're gonna calibrate it's like oh, is he like real boobs or fake boobs There's no ambush. it's all fake boobs all the time there ain't nothing oh. real on that show whatsoever That's like nope no, Yo, you know right. a, another show that like i watched that was i didn't i wouldn't say i felt ashamed about it but it was please say it's i didn't feel good about yo please say it's not gonna feel good about myself Cobra Kai, dog. Is it good? Is it good? Is it good? Nigga, Cobra Kai's lit, cuz. Cobra Kai's great. Yeah, Cobra Kai, just old niggas getting active, cuz. I'm here for it. Them niggas are 60. It's on my list because Ralph Macchio still looks great. Yeah. Yeah, and you and you know you if you know the original, you know the original yeah. Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, good. I mean, the way they start that show is so great. Like when it jumps to like that other angle, like that uh-huh. you normally, you know, I, I was just like, oh, it like my brain fried a little bit. I thought it was. I watched so it was on YouTube. Is it like Wicked, where you see from his point of view? Yeah, so you're it's like, yeah, you see yeah, it from Johnny, Johnny Lawrence becomes, from his, you know, what he becomes. Oh yeah. man, wow. like it's that joint is real. That joint is a, it's a great yeah. show. Like I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. And right. Season three so comes I'm back in January. It. A reboot can be good. I can't think of any other ones, but that's good. Look, I know everybody liked it, you know, but but like we, I mean, I just don't watch too much, you know, junk. I, Liv was watching some early on, but I can't remember. But I, I usually, you know, wasn't wasn't into it. Just but Tiger King, you know, like oh, Tiger King, hundred percent. Was was great, but like, but also Waste like at the time. same time, you're like, why am I, why am I fucking watching this dude? Like, <laughs> like, and I'm watching her, and I'm just like, you know what? This? Why am I giving him this energy? Yes, that's how I, I gave up after the third episode. I couldn't how take. How did you do that, man? I man, well, I was I in it for the long it. haul. We then we started singing his jam. We when Joe when Joe Exotic started dropping records, man, come on. Yeah, tell <laughs> all the hunters <laughs> to put down yeah. their guns. Yeah. he's right. He didn't even saw Tiger right understand. So does he have a chance with Kim Kardashian arguing on his behalf? No, he's white. No. He's white. He's white. He's white. Oh, that he, means he'll he get off. To, but he did say to her, you know, you don't have to tell anybody that you helped me. 
did he murder this woman? No, no. The, the big question or is we like, we don't know if he murdered her. He, 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 he murdered her. She's alive. She murdered her. Right. Did she right. murder her husband? I yeah, think she that's, 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 right. that's, the, big, that's the big Well, wait, what's he in jail for? For attempting to for get attempted. her. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's definitely guilty of attempted murder. Yeah. yeah. Of a, arranging yeah. her murder. He didn't even try to do it. They tried to pay somebody. Yeah. 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 I no. see. I see. Yeah, Venmo. He, he Venmoed somebody. <laughs> just didn't murder. You know, very backwoods folks of seventeen hundred bucks. Southern <laughs> <Murdering> Carol Baskin. <laughs> Carol, wait, which, for real? Which got her on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, no. Yes, yeah, she's on Dancing with the Stars now. She was. What? She was. Yeah, yeah. Pete. The best character in that show is Doc, whatever his name is, in North Carolina. Yeah. That guy, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the four yeah. wives. Talk about polygamy. Like that guy yeah. with his wives and his tigers and, and his the fucking ponytail, wives and his tigers and his breeding and all that. They shit. ran up. They ran up in. Uh, they yeah, ran up in they this shit to. though. They shut this shit down. Yeah, yeah. 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 Colt, Colt, boys Colt leaders had had a real comeback in 2020. Colt leaders, yo, up. the Nexium. Did you watch that shit? The exactly. the, the vow and oh. They showed the up. Vow was whatever. The vow was yeah, that was cool. The Keith one Raniere. is seduced. Is seduced on Showtime. That shit is all smoke. It's only four episodes. It's like four hours. That Ain't shit is all smoke. Oh my god! I just watched the Epstein thing, and that's enough for me. So well, that was good. Oh, I watched the Epstein one too. That was good. That that was yeah. That was uh, good, but like ooh. disturbing. <laughs> There's more there. There's, yeah, more, know, there's right? more there. So much. Oh, god. oh we Steve. Like well, uh, yeah. Hey, y'all see your Steve. girl uh, the other day? She posted. They're trying to post a $30 million. I'm like, dude, I'm no legal expert, but she's about I'm to thinking go. anyone that could post $30 million, you probably shouldn't let them post bail. I mean, I'm just, just, just I mean, that's probably not the best idea. No, that, that's like, come on. And that's what, is that a 10% of her, like, right? Is $30 million to, to Oh, to shit. Is it 10% of her bond? Wow. three hundred. No, it's that bond. Bond is 10% of, like, your bail. So, like, I don't know. Um, That's your bond. Hey guys, yeah. I just did you guys know? I just heard this today and it's gonna change life as we know it forever. Did you know? Did you hear about the big Pornhub news? You know, I care about this. You, you did you hear about what happened to Pornhub? No, what happened? What did yes. they do? They've, they've, they took like 80% of their content. They've taken down. everything, and I didn't know it till after I went this morning for my thing, you know, for my session. Yeah. And no more, <laughs> no more movie scenes, no more like there's nothing. It's just ugly people. And I'm not even trying to be funny, oh, but no. it's people like, that have contracts with Pornhub oh. can retain their. It is so. Uh, I, dude, I think, sex work, sex work is changing. Actually, I think that's a good thing. It is a good thing, Amir. I know it is, and I'm not sounding. Yeah, it's a good power thing. to the artist. Power to the artist. Power, power to the artist. Power to the people. Power to the porno artist. But where else will I find my favorite movie sex scene? Power to the artist. Right up here. Right up here. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's no, there's not here, Jason. Not here. <laughs> there's red tube. There's X videos. There's, there's, there's more for you. Trust me. No, they're coming for everybody. I, it, their end of the year thing is always fascinating when they tell you like who, like the most googled, you know, keyword for different states or different kind. Like I'm all oh. fascinating, fascinating. They're not doing yeah, that this like year. This, I wonder yeah. who won this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They did release a Christmas album though. Pornhub released what? a Christmas album. Yeah, they got a new album out with like select like ASAP and some people. I'm, I I don't I feel bad that I'm the yeah, one delivering this, this news. Is probably the year I, that I'm sorry. I, 
jingle balls. Yeah, you're right. You know, I forgot. You got, you know, <laughs> hip, hip hop and Pornhub are like Santa one of the Santa Claus now, so. coming all over the town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Jason. Yeah. Yes, Jason. You know, Dick the Halls. You get yeah. Yeah. Dick the Halls. I know. All the classics. I saw Mommy kissing Dad and Santa Claus. You know, that one just. Yeah. Is the, they, the he's hits kissing, continue. He's kissing on his dick, though. That's what. That's the. <laughs> that's the. Jason's awesome. dick is I love. Um, Steve, I I know Cobra Kai was your jam this year, so you, your yeah, your fire been, got stolen. But that's uh, cool. Might have been the best best thing I saw all year. I guess. Wow. But, um, hey, hey, be cool, Steve. One of the you know I, we have a TV show out too. You know, me and my friends. So just be cool, man. <laughs> It out. Yeah, that's where I want to come in. Guilty pleasures. Are we now talking about shows we love, like that are great? Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm transitioning. I'm transitioning. Love- yes. Okay. So, Transition. Uh, I liked The Crown. Uh, yeah. Good for you, yeah. Is this right. year good? I hear a lot of people talking about this. Uh, They're all good. Oh Princess yeah. Diana. Oh all yeah. Right. Oh yeah. This bitch Camilla uh-huh. is gangster. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm. I like uh, Queen's Gambit. I love uh-huh. Queen's Gambit. I still got to check that. I heard it's good. I love Queen's Gambit. It's 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 the white girl version of I could hear Fonte right now saying that this is the uh what was what was fresh? Yeah, it's the white girl version of fresh. Oh, fresh. oh wow, wow, okay. Right, oh, wow. Man, okay. Yeah. It's it's a chess it's a chess movie. A chess series. Hmm. But it's it's rather engaging and charming. And uh I can't nobody's brought it up yet, but I I watched that Hugh Grant joint. Oh, the, oh, but the undoing. The undoing is yes. Is Man, I still good? I gotta peek. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I just said it. Yes, yes. Episode twenty-five are fantastic. Episode six. Anything else, Steve? Uh, Pornhub and um, <laughs> before they took the the the, uh, the eighty percent of the content yeah. away. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I have my own network on social media on Instagram, so I'm usually watching that. I don't the I don't Sugar Network. That. He don't got time for that. Okay. I don't watch a lot of the crap you guys are talking about. Um, I fell into selling <laughs> Sunset. Oh, which <laughs> why? Okay, a, a a good friend of mine is a writer at Essen at Saturday Night Live, and she was supposed to do um a spoof of it, and I didn't get her script, and she's like, "Well, you have to watch the show first. So I was like, "All right, I'll watch an episode. And then I messed around and started watching like all three seasons, like within a two day period. And that was like the lowest point I had. (laughs) Okay, so I feel silly because as much traveling as I do and as many Airbnbs that I stay in, because that's the only way I travel, I really have never considered my own space. I mean, think about it. What if you can make money for your next vacation while you're on vacation? And I know what you're thinking. You're like, my house is just not fancy enough. I just can't do the things. You're sleeping on your space. I'm sleeping on my space. Yes, I'm talking to myself. And I really don't even have to use my whole place. I could just Airbnb a room. I know how this works. Because again, I use Airbnb. Duh. I mean, just think about it. Most of us that use Airbnb are only using it for 50% of its power. We're spending the money, but we're not making the money. What if we could do both? Whoa. Mind-blowing. And your home really might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Uh, a prime reason... <laughs> why we had our guest on today for this uh for this episode is i really really loved ted lasso and i almost feel like we would have to i'd have to share like our text history as i was watching it more because right. you could feel me getting i felt like you manipulated us jason absolutely yeah i yeah. feel like you manipulated us all right so this is the last time I heard this this even brought up in this way was with uh, Spike Lee and Annabella Shiora in Jungle Fever, in which Spike accused Annabella of like really changing the character to be more likable than he wanted her to be, and mm. I felt like, okay, you're you're trying to show me from from the pilot. I was like, okay, I'm not going to like this guy. He's going to be like Michael Scott on The Office. I get what I'm about to watch. Right. And it's totally not that. Like, how did you even sell this concept to, to even work? Yeah. I mean, you, we had these commer the commercials that the character is based on that did well, like in 2013, 2014, where we're trying to sell the English Premier League showing up on NBC Sports. And it was all about a way to get American football fans into, you know, British football, soccer. Uh, and so it had like a little bit of like, you know, heat with that, but the character was totally different with the whole style and the ethos and the philosophy of the show was going to be a little bit more lived in. And, you know, almost like, a, uh, we always sort of use like, you know, like Nora Ephron or, or, uh, um, Ron Shelton, you know, who did, you know, Bull Durham and Tin Cup mm -hmm. and he got game, uh, not he got game, mm -hmm. excuse me, Spike, but, um, white man can't jump, you know, uh, you know, and blue chips, you know, he did all those movies, Ron Sheldon did. And so I just was like, Oh, it's going to be, it's a little bit more lived in. It's, it's more sincere 
And it was tough, though. I mean, I think they bought it thinking it was going to be what you thought it was going to be. And then as it, as the script started to come in and then as the you know daily started to come in and, you know, we just kept bumping it into what it was supposed to be versus what people thought it was going to be. But 100 percent aware of the fact of what people thought it was going to be. And so, wow. yeah, through our text history, I mean, I, I gave you all like the I gave you the you know, the criterion collection, like audio commentary of like, yeah, here's <laughs> exactly. what we're doing. And, 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 and because I think that's one of the neat things, about, you know, well, I mean, because the, the whole concept for it came up in 2015, you know, pre Ferguson, pre Trump coming down the thing, pre times up or, you know, like hope and empathy never goes out of style. And it probably would have benefited then because the same vibe. And I think I bet Amir part of the same vibe that you might not even be aware of that you loved about Detroiters is, is, Pushing through this, it's about you know, it's about sort of seeing the best in people, and you know, and that was all about Tim and Sam seeing the best in Detroit, you know, and not just doing like the you know eight mile or like you know, you know, burnt out you know Chrysler you know factories. It was like yeah, no, the Captain Obvious, right? Yeah, and so like and so we the, the, we did that with this, but using years of exposition of sports films to you know to our benefit that we could twist things and flesh them out, and then you, and then a lot of the last ten years of like you know you know white dude anti-heroes both you know like whether it's don draper or yeah, walt you know, white or yeah, tony soprano walt white yeah. tony soprano i mean michael scott david brent you know and just sort of like flip it on its ear and just come at it you know like sincerely and 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 let people just assume the like did you watch that that um the documentary about mr rogers you know uh, you know mm-hmm. won't you be my neighbor like if you watch that like in modern, even if you watch it now, you will watch, it's two hours long. You will be waiting. You're going to be like, okay, when does he touch a kid? Like we're just right. so conditioned. We're <laughs> right, so right. cynical that it's going to happen. Hey, here it comes. He's going to cheat on his wife. All right. This, this, <laughs> right. You know, and like nothing. And he's just pure. And it's mm. just, and it's just like, yeah. And so Ted is just like this. He's not perfect by any means, but he's, you know, this egoless thing that people put their shit on. And we did that as viewers. And we all, we, we all, you know, we're, we're, we're messing with it. It was a unicorn to me because I'm like, really, like, this guy knows how to up rock like a b boy, and quote fight from a tribe called Quest. And I broke that all down to you. <laughs> all right, right. I'm, I'm gonna get this whole I, free trial I, of Apple I, I, TV, I, I, Jason. I'm, I gotta get it now. There I'm you gonna, go. Y'all make me. <laughs> Amir, go back and listen to this whole podcast. Yes. And like, no, you know, you're, like, you you're, know what I mean? Like when you were like at the unicorn, I was like, I was like, yeah. Like, uh, no, it's that's my that's I'm telling yes, like Laia, the fact that you had low expectations or whatever, it's like Oh, I didn't have no low expectations. I just wasn't ready for another streaming service. I wasn't ready no, for Apple expectations. TV. Without. It's yeah. about having any expectations. Yeah. It's about and, right. and I fuck about- with Jason, so I follow you pretty much where you go anyway, and I know it's gonna be good and funny, but now that y'all broke it down, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Oh, but it's like it's like a whole it's a whole vibe, and the cast is incredible. Like we got such so many good people, and like the writing yes. staff, and everybody just yeah. gave a damn. Like it's 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 a really neat thing, and it's something really fun to be a part of. Much less you know, like Ted Last is Joe. He's, it's a character, yes, but it's mostly a vibe. And like when you watch it, you're kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, this is so, this is yeah. specific. Okay. It's, Jason, I'm on it. Yeah. What, okay. Since you since you quasi mentioned it. Um, I'm also one of these people that gets emotionally attached to a series, and if it if the series ends prematurely before, yeah, it's time I will slow down. Like I still haven't finished the last four episodes of Detroiters yet mm-hmm. because yeah. 
I know it's that's it. Is there any way possible another network, another, or the guys are just like we tried? No, golly, I, I guarantee. I mean, I can't speak for for them, but but I mean, I, th- that thing deserved a, a third season. That thing deserved like they they I've never they loved were, they the were, show so much, man. There, there was they. They're so Tim and Sam are so special as like individual performers, and then their their chemistry together, and they're you know they're really that they're like that in real life, you know. And we, and and Joe Kelly, who was one of the you know producers and writers on Ted Lasso, and one of the original creators of the commercials with me, that um and Zach Cannon, you know, like they they were they were finding their groove, they were finding their groove with that show, and you know, it was a bummer, it was a real bummer, uh, but I'm glad that those two seasons exist at least, right. but I don't, I, I don't blame you for taking your time with it because it's, it's, it stinks. We tried, we tried, you know, all, all sorts of ways, you know, and Ken Alterman who was in charge of comedy central at the time was really big fan of it too. And, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough. You know, they, I think it would have found its audience in that third season. Cause it just, you know, right. Yeah. I, I was going to say if, Anybody out there that needs new content of like anything they overlooked or they're like, okay, what what else is left to watch? That's a great one. It's like for me, I'm still amazed. There's one particular episode that is such Detroit inside speak. That's what I knew. I had to pay attention. Um, (laughs) Many people don't know is that Stevie Wonders, My Eyes Don't Cry. That is a step. That's a ballroom jam. Step, yeah. It smells like teen spirit to Detroit. <laughs> like I played before I let go at a black de- Detroit function once. And it was like a middle uh, sort of like a eh, response. And the guy ran up to me and says, I know what you're searching for. Play my eyes. Don't cry by Stevie wonder. I was like, that's all get the fuck out of here. I'm playing superstition. And I let the, by the end of the night, he says, I'm going to tell you. I would never steal you wrong. Find a way to get into Stevie Wonder's My Eyes Don't Cry and see what happens. And I put it on. Dude, even the garbage men outside ran in to start doing line stepping. I'd never seen (laughs) such like chaos over a song that I was like, why this song was not a hit, was not like, is it it even a jam? But (laughs) (laughs) the fact that they managed to play this. Oh, yeah seven times on that show knowing what i know about song clearance mm, and whatever yeah. i can only imagine the love letter that somebody had to give to the stevie wonder estate to be like this is an inside joke we're going to play the song oh, seven times i don't even know yeah i don't Do know not, how we got it that's the first that's the first question i asked stevie wonder when yeah. asking for permission permission for clearance for my own project i was like forget all that how did you clear that song for Detroiters seven times? Like that's how much I love it. So I'm just saying that. <laughs> yeah. That that that's how much I I I love that show. So the most yeah I mean uh, the fellow that directed um, uh, Parasite. You know when I was watching that you know the the Oscars yeah. that he said that Scorsese didn't score. I forget how you say mm-hmm. his, his name. I actually didn't see Parasite yet. But like um, what? I know I know I just because I've been editing. I've been like okay like, okay. Excuse. I've been you know, just thinking of you know fake world the whole time and um, hmm. not not having the chance to dig around in others. Uh, fake was world. Parasite twenty twenty so like, or was it twenty nineteen? Twenty nineteen, but it won the Oscar okay. in twenty in twenty twenty. 
But when he said, you know, the most personal is the, you know, the most personal is the most, what, what, what do you say that Scorsese said? Like the most personal is the most um, original? Universal? Oh, okay. No, I think it's like the most personal is the most original. Okay. And it might be, mo- I, I should look it up. I apologize. All I know is that phrase <laughs> reminded, reminded me of what we were trying to do with that last one, but in the same way that I loved how, how specific, you know, we call them two percenter jokes on Ted Lasso where it's like, we know that the reason we got to do this show is because the soccer community embraced those early commercials. And so we put mm. little jokes in there that are only for the, you know, the, like the big soccer football fans and Tim and Sam and Joe and Zach did that with Detroiters all the time for Detroit specifically. Mm. And it was just, yeah, it's just love. It's just love for, for what they're doing and no, no judgment. And, and that comes across. And then you feel like you're in on the joke. Even if you don't get the joke, you feel like you're in on the joke. You know, like that's one of the things that like we talked about, like with the Allen Iverson speech and the Ted Lasso thing was right. like, if you get the joke, that's or the reference. That's great. But if you don't, it still plays. And I used to say about Monty Python all the time. It's like, yeah, if you know, you know, King Arthur history and like, you know, folklore, then yeah, Holy Grail works on right. those levels. On a different but level, but otherwise, yeah. it's just really good jokes. You know, it's just like, you know, and Detroiters, yeah, was a definite version of that. Ted does a, uh, a brilliant reference to practice. Uh, oh, you talking, talking about practice? talking about practice? Yeah, exactly. Uh, not a yes, game. Not, not a game. We're practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Not practice. <laughs> yes. He does that. it. It's, it's brilliant. So did you guys lose friends or did you gain friends in 2020? Uh, I didn't lose friends. I don't think I lost anyone. I think it just, again, this was, to me, 2020 was just a year of, of revelation and I think this was just the year I didn't lose friends, but I really realized the importance of my friends and I really saw like who was really down for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, and I, and I think for a lot of people, a big thing for me was just looking at your life and realizing that if you have people in your life that can't serve you now at a point in time where Things are at this most uncertain. You're at your most vulnerable. You know, you're at your, you know, your most just kind of crazy. If you have people in your life that can't serve you in this time, then they never served you at all. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like if you can't, you know what I'm saying? If the people in your life ain't showing up for you right now, then it's like, well, what did I ever need you for? You know what I mean? And so that was a big thing for me of just, you know, I, I don't think I lost nobody, but the the ones that you know was been, really been my day ones like they really showed up for me in real real ways and we, you know we showed up for each other in real ways and it just strengthened that bond even more. Okay. Hmm. Anyone else? That is so perfect. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I, I I wish I had that. No, I I feel like I I feel like I gained friends a little bit like when you um like uh when you look through the drawer that has t-shirts you haven't worn in a while and you're kind of like <laughs> yep. oh. Right. I love this shirt. Or, you know, you look through the back of the closet, like a little bit like that, where you, you know, you know, revisited friends that maybe I, I, you know, forgotten. But I, but again, I think it was more about losing, going to my own, going in my cave and then coming out like a little bit like bleary eyed and then realizing, oh, here we are. And, you know, allowing people to see me again versus maybe, you know, they were maybe there the whole time. So I think it was a little bit of, almost the inverse of what you were, what you were just speaking about. Do you think with um with this year and with COVID and everything, do you think that played a role in you and Olivia choosing to split? Or was that something that was kind of coming anyway, you think? No, I think that had a lot. I think it had a lot to do with it. I think, you right. know, I mean, you know, I 
I mean, we'll see. We'll see. You know, life is long. I, I, you know, I, I feel, I feel like all sorts of stuff could still happen. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you live longer and longer every day. That's true. That's true. And always you know, time and, to start new chapters and new eras. Yeah, when you have and when you have when you have children, there's that. You know, you're, we're going to be. You know, we're going to share grandkids. Oh, you yeah. know, assuming our kids fuck. Thank you, Jason. Bad boy for life. We ain't going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) So, so we'll, you know, we'll see. You know, but we'll see. Bill, there's, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Real hard thing to pass the ball to Bill. Jesus, have I lost or gained any friend? I don't know. Status quo, I think. I live on like my own island and do my own shit. I yeah. think Jason's right. When you have kids, like your life is different. It's not. Like, I don't know. My life is about my kids pretty much all the time, all the time. So they're still my friends. I think. I hope. <laughs> Sugar Steve. Uh, I'm I'm always making new friends. People people really love me. Yeah, this is true, Sugar Steve. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That is true. That's what I'm saying. You, 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 your Sugar Network's rolling rolling tight. Yeah, like you? a maypole. You you, no. you you you're just you know slow and steady, and people can just like wrap their you know love around you. You're just like boom. you know, no, mast, I was, you know the masthead. I haven't been dealing with a loss of friends, but I will say I miss I miss I miss touch. And for me, mm. it's been real deep. Like even when I was talking to y'all, I was like, not for nothing. I miss like coming into a studio and hugging all of y'all and pushing Steve away and we like miss hugging you too. Like, like you. I just I mean it sounds so simple. It's, <laughs> it, oh. I was, don't say that with that red light on Questlove. Don't do that. But how about true. you? I went months without. What about eye contact? I missed eye contact. Like yeah. we were doing writing our whole second season, like in a Zoom room, and then I remember getting a pair of headphones from my buddy Brendan, who plays Coach Beard, as like a gift, you know, so that he, you know, for playing FIFA together. And he drove by, and I was just joking around that I'm a throw it in the car you know like that and still wrapped in plastic and just seeing him in person i was like hey he was like right, right. You got hey, emotional? you're real three dimensions i was yeah. like are you kidding me? yeah it's like i totally forgot about that like by you know august you know you're just like wow. didn't, even, didn't register anymore yeah you don't realize Crazy. you have not been touched by like i've only been touched by like one two people don't happen like yeah, that. yeah. hey wow. jason can i ask a question yes, um did you know Hal Wilner over at SNL? Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that, you know, he's he's the closest, you know, the, the person that I that I know that has, you know, you know, died from COVID. Um, yeah, I mean, one of my favorite stories about Hal, you know, my first year at SNL was 2003, and I was a writer. And in between dress and air, you know, all, all 50 of us, you know, all the cast members and all the writers are all packed into Lauren's room, and people are sitting on the floor, and and they're sitting all over the place. And I'd seen that. How like walking around and I knew, you know, he has a very, he has a very conspicuous look. He's one of those guys that looked like, you know, their Muppet would look identical to them, you know, like, <laughs> and, and right. he, and he was sitting Indian style or cross-legged. I'm sorry. I don't think that's the way you're supposed to say it now. And I was sitting on the floor too. And, and, and he was just rocking back and forth, just like this, just rocking back and forth. And I was just kind of like looking at him and I knew he had been around the show for, you know, since you know, earlier, early on. And he just kind of looks at me like if, if, if like the camera here is my, my eyes. He's just rocking back and forth. And he just looks at me and goes, I remember when this whole room was filled with pot smoke. 
and he went right back to rocking. It was like it was like it was like Laszlo from Real Genius. It was it was just this story, and then and then oh, we just hit Laszlo. it off from there. What a reference! What a yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just had all these stories, and and he just really took a shine to me. He, he you know. I know, you know, other people in my generation, like Mulaney, were, were even closer to him or like Fred, obviously they could, you know, go hours talking about music and deep cuts and stuff. But, yeah. but he, he was always encouraging me to like watch weird stuff. You know, he wanted me to host like a Playboy After Dark kind of series with him. Wow. You know, he'd always ask me to do like side gigs that he was doing at Town Hall to play, you know, like Lou Reed stuff. And he just, he just, he was really, really amazing. And yeah, that one hit, that one hit me hard because I was like, but that's, that's, the closest i i've had and i so i can't i can't remember when i saw him last i mean it might have been actually in like at the beginning of the year beginning like february whenever i last played biden yeah how how was our our guy at uh at 30 rock man he'd always yeah have some trivia i didn't know about about music and yes I'm, i'm just now discovering the second time that we played snl was because of how we we did a project with um Toots and the Maytals and oh, wow. I didn't realize that how was the one that organized like how was the label and and the oh, one wow. that put it all together. I didn't know who he was back in uh two thousand and and three when we did it. Oh wait, but, do, do you guys played with Toots Yeah, we did we did SNL twice I forgot but not about as that. the roots. Yeah we did I forgot we about Buster Rhymes' band show. Yeah, and then the uh, yeah the when Tits and the Maytals was on the show, um, uh, yeah, that was my first season. Yeah, oh wow, yeah, we we were his. I don't band. think I realized that. Yeah, man. So, what, you know what? Well, okay, that leads to what celeb death hit you the hardest this year? I think for me, Black Panther, Chadwick. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Because that that one for me that just came out of nowhere. I was like, what? Like what? Yeah, because no one knew he was sick. So that was uh, and it was crazy. So. A buddy of mine um, was his producing partner, my homie, um, my homie Logan, Logan Coles, and uh, who, wow, to really bring folks for a circle, me and him hung out together at the block party, at the Dejaville block party. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. And so Logan, um, and Logan, he just, it was it was the crazy shit. For, I've known Logan since, God, this is probably since like 04, so this is probably like 16 years I've known this guy. And Logan would always tell me, he'd be like, yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm working, man. And, you know, me and my producing partner, Chad, me and my homie Chad, we doing this. And me and my homie Chad, and he would just always just mention his homie Chad. And so it wasn't until, uh, I think, like last year, I think it was last year, year before last, he had, uh, Chad, he did a movie called 21 Bridges. It was like he played this cop. It was just like this cop joint. And it was actually a pretty good, pretty good flick. But, um. Logan was on Twitter. And he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm pro- I'm producing this movie." You know, he was bigging up the movie, and I hit him. I was like, "Hold up, dude! You mean to tell me all these fucking years, the homie Chad you've been talking about is fucking Chad with Bozeman?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah." I said, "Holy shit! I didn't even know." <laughs> and so yeah, I went and saw it, and and I hit him. I hit Logan like when he was the first one I hit when I got the news, and I just checked. I was like, "I'm bro, you good? Like how you? Why he?" And he was just like devastated, and he said, "Man, you know." He said, it's crazy. He said, because, you know, the next time you was in L.A., I wanted to link y'all up because he was he fucked with your music. I was like, where? He's like, yeah, man, you Carolina? Damn. Like, he's like, you know, he was South Carolina, you know, you North Carolina. He's like, man, yeah, he fucked with Little Brother, all that shit. He said he wanted to fuck with you. I was like, damn, I had no idea. But um, but that was super, that was just super sad for me. Like, uh, that, it was just a, a sour note on top of an already sour year. Kobe? Uh, yeah. When it happened. Did someone say Kobe? Yeah, Kobe. 
definitely. That feels like it was two years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, God, it's like funny. this I'm happened like, before I'm, March. I'm yeah. trying to remember who happened when because I still feel like I didn't even give Allie her goodbyes and she was like a guest on our show. Yeah, for real. When did Allie Willis pass away? Uh, I guess maybe maybe that was the end of 2019. Okay. Yeah. yeah it wasn't yeah. during COVID. Okay. Yeah, no, it wasn't COVID. during during COVID, but we we lost some folks. I lost a, a aunt an aunt from this thing. So really. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, for me, I th- I think like Bill Withers. Oh yeah. Passing. Like I always dreamed of getting him on the show and Yeah. He was yeah. one of my bucket yeah. list people too. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that kind of threw me for a loop. Oh, what? Um, what? <laughs> Nothing. It just got sad. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah Ali died. Ali died last year. She died twenty nineteen uh, on Christmas Eve. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, As it was yeah. like right before, right around that time. Steve, uh, Herman Cain. <laughs> good answer. I think that's a well, good answer. Well, he's still yep. tweeting now, so you can holler at him. <laughs> For real. Oh yeah, they still they still tweeting. Herman Cain. Oh, you didn't know that? Oh, you don't no. be on Twitter like that. Oh no, nah, Herman Cain, the the they, the Cain train still rolling, baby. What? Still giving talking points even He's despite st- how he died. Still on Twitter, dog. Still. Oh God. Why? Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, would, I, I I was for the answer for me is Hal, and I would encourage our listeners to check out all of his amazing albums that he put out over the years, tribute albums to everybody from. From Monk to the most recent one, which was a tribute to T Rex. So oh, wow. uh, right. that came out right after he passed away. So um, streaming or stuff. I mean, you guys are giving ads for ice cream. I can Hal's records, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Ain't nobody interrupt you about that. Yeah, ain't nobody saying nothing. All right. All right. Shoot your Same. shot, Mike. Well, well, then, you know, down, download them. What's yours, Bill? People who died? Best way, yeah. Which which one hit you, rocked you a Eddie little bit Van harder? Halen, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yeah. Wow, damn. Oh, I was just gonna say, I I, I remember making a mixtape of just Eddie Van Halen's guitar solos, mm. just just only the solos, like one after another, and that's and I would you know ride my bike to go play basketball, at, you know, this place called the Athletic Club, and just be just furious. Yeah, yeah really. exactly. Yeah, you're ready you to rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Just you know, just eruption over and over. Yeah. To me, okay. Uh, I was going to ask, what was the most 2020 thing ever? Probably, for me, the disappointment of the amount of peers that I have in in this industry, how they disappointed me politically <laughs> yeah <laughs> just one by yeah. one um mega man son i wasn't yeah. i wasn't ready for that at all Come here, how about how you got karen the first day you moved into your mansion that's <laughs> when you told us that story that's it's a farm sorry you know what we, we actually <laughs> we straightened it out <laughs> here's here's the deal though the deal is i am the i'm the youngest person up there the average neighbor is somewhere between like 70 and 90 shit so i would say that maybe that particular person like we definitely had the conversation it was a misunderstanding he you know was like no no i I knew i was welcoming you but you know i was just still a little alarmed that just walked into my crib like so you own this place you know maybe he could have 
chosen a better opening sentence than that. But, you know, just based on what I was walking into, I wasn't expecting. You should have done that at his house and see how I played over. That, <laughs> that I wouldn't be here, would I? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, we'd be, yeah. All right, so, sir, so I see you own this place. Wow, wow. And we're now yeah. back on Laia Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, that's dark. That one's dark right there. Yeah, I I'll I'll say that um yeah, they're just the you know, and I know black people aren't supposed to throw each other under the bus and all that stuff publicly. Like we don't do that shit, but but man, when I when I saw someone give the C. Dolores Tucker was right post that that hit me kind of hard because C. Dolores Tucker was right about like yeah about just like and just everything. the fuckery of I mean it, it somewhere somewhere between you know uh, black on black crime Ho- what about Hotep Chicago one okay. Hotep one one and just like this so called black contract thing and whatever like you know I just oh. Ice Cube, Cube. 2020, Ice Cube, yeah. I mean, it's more than him. It's like practically every political hot take talking point Uh. is just ass backwards. And I know people, quote, meant well, but, you know, now's the time to not be changing horses in the middle of the stream. It's okay. It'll all be forgotten, Amir. It's going to all be forgotten. Don't you think? You think so? Uh, Nah. um, Man. I'm telling you, like, it, it's, I don't know. I mean, I have I, a list. I, so what was the most 2020 thing for you? What so what happened the other day that I saw and I was like, did I put it in the group chat? Something happened. I feel like every day something happens that is the most 2020 thing yeah. ever. <laughs> I have to I look. Think, I'm trying to think. Don't. I'm not going to be on my black shit, but I do think the world discovering Juneteenth was a pretty 2020 moment. But that's just... <laughs> that was, yeah. That was pretty amazing, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, or, oh. I, had, I had never heard of it in my life. Never, yeah. I had no idea. Because in my mind, most, I was like, so did everybody think that everybody was independent on 1770, no, 1776? Like, be straight up. Like, black <laughs> people really weren't even celebrating 20, uh, Juneteenth like that. I mean, there was a certain sect of black people yeah, dependent that, nationwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, you know. They knew about it, but they didn't know about You know what I mean? But you know how we are. Sometimes we got to see white pe- people acknowledge it first. Then we'd be like, yeah, that's right. That is. It's just, that's now that's a truth <laughs> that we'll You're talk right. about. Okay. <laughs> I see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel, okay. I, I remember what it was. The most 2020 thing I saw was the advertisement for the Lifetime original movie. With Mario Yo. Lopez yeah. as General Sam as uh, as, his, as Colonel General. Sanders, oh, the, the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Jason, have you seen this, bro? Jason doesn't know about no. this. Like, oh. Holy shit! Y'all know Jason been doing important Jason. things. How many times he got? But he been doing. He been editing. He was it's editing. a lifetime. It's editing. a lifetime. Jason, it's a lifetime your, original movie. I want your life where you don't have to go through this. <laughs> Is it recent? Yeah, this it came last weekend. I think it did. Wait, Jason, did it play last weekend? wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Give me one second, y'all. Give me one second. You remember how Will Ferrell and and um like Rachel and what's her name uh, did they did a real lifetime movie? Yes, same and they way. did it yeah, ironically. This, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, this has to be the follow up to that. 
And he's playing Colonel Sanders. Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez is playing Colonel like, Sanders. Saved by the bell. Saved by the bell. Goddamn AC Slater. Yeah. He's playing Colonel Motherfucker Sanders. How about how about a, a little love little. story with the whole nine with the with the fucking it's ridiculous. The, 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 yeah, the, the little string tie, everything. He's doing he well, he's not he's, he's not doing a southern accent. He's like, I mean, he's basically talking like Mario Lopez. But yeah. But there, and it's a lifetime original movie, or uh, it says mini movie. I think it's only like fifteen original, minutes long. Original recipe, original recipe. Movie? Man, they could have. They man, they could have dropped it's a mini shit. movie. It's only like fifteen minutes. So y'all, oh, like, y'all, do, y'all, could, y'all do know the real story about this, joke. right? It is. It is. Yes, it is. know the real story. Okay. And I thought they was going to tell that story. Yeah, it's the, no. I mean, the real story that this is actually a Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial alternative advertising that they're trying out like this is i did not know this yeah yeah they did it aired, a whole- yeah it aired the 13th i missed it yeah it aired the 13th okay. but it, it's called a recipe okay. for seduction <laughs> i mean that's great <laughs> wait okay now 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 now's the time for me to do slight confessional so in japan their relationship with fried chicken is on another level uh, Christmas time, Christmas time in Japan uh, is more akin or closer to Valentine's Day. So what happens is from December 25th to about uh, New Year's Eve, like December 30th, you and your loved one, you take a staycation in a sexy hotel and you bring with you for an after an after session snack. Post coitus, post coitus, an eighteen piece uh, KFC dinner. It's like a it's a it's a tradition. Like there are lines around the corner of every KFC in Japan around Christmas time because you got to stock up on your bucket of chicken, and you get your love hotel. They got little love hotels for couples and what. They don't know about Popeyes though, because nah, nah, this is Japan. Oh, and damn. so Poor they babies. offered me. So there was there was once a discussion of putting me in that position as sort of uh, the, the face of. Uh-uh. No. I'm going to tell <laughs> you what we're not about to do. Wait, Laia, this was 2007. Do you think I did it? I know you didn't. Because that was, yeah, that, that was after Mary. That's right. But they, yeah, but they, yeah. Yeah. I got offered that That's once. what we're not about to do. Wow. Post fucking <laughs> chicken. Fucking <That's> <laughs> chicken. Yeah, so that was my slight confession. Anyway, <laughs> my last question, my last question. What's what's the silver lining of 2020? Peter, what's the silver lining? Peter Guns hosting Peters. Oh. <laughs> really? That's the silver lining? Clarity. My answer is versus. My answer is versus. Ah, okay. Oh, oh you mean silver lining in that way? Okay. Well, you know what? I would say the silver lining, if we speak speaking on that, on that, on that type of time, D Nice, like D yeah. Nice won twenty twenty. Uh-huh. He yeah. was the winner of twenty twenty. Like to see yeah. him level up the way he had, and and not for nothing, D Nice was the hero of twenty twenty and the last three months because sometimes he get a little repetitive. So was Knife Wonder. I just gotta say because because oh okay, I haven't, I haven't the records. Seen, I'm just saying the records. Sometimes they be on the same record. But I love you thing. though, and you and big ups to him from going from a downtown apartment in Los Angeles to the Hollywood Hills with a pool. Big ups to you, D Nice, because music. Oh, he moved, child. Oh yeah, yes. You need yeah. to look at that. Oh, back, watch that background. 
Watch that background, Amir. Watch that background. It's changed. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My man is in a different tax bracket with another comma. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he leveled up. He leveled up. All right, Steve, what, what was your silver lining of 2020? Wow. Uh, uh, everything and everybody was revealed completely. Facts. Uh, and also the thing on Instagram with the with the, the new feature with the, the reels. With, yeah, reels. Yeah. That's a you like that? Yeah. That's, that's your thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean I can only imagine what your reels content looks like. Okay. Your favorite. Down. Scroll, scroll down. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bill, uh, what was your silver lining of 2020? I don't know. I, I think that we're lucky enough to live in a profession, some, or a, whatever, a genre. Industry. Of, mm-hmm. An industry. Where you, I, we can still get work done. And you can still mm-hmm. make shit. You can, yeah. can edit shit. And I can write shit. Namir, you can make shit. Fanta, you can rap shit. And Maya, mm-hmm. you, can... you can have three jobs. We can all still make shit. We've found our way out of the shit. And I, yeah. I'm, that's cool. And my hope is that we keep using it. I think just 2020 just revealed just how much of this, the customs we had were just fucking outdated and fucking pointless. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. You know, I think now, you know, like taking all, a meeting, flying for a meeting, man, listen, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, dude, man. there's so yeah, like, I, I went to like, bro, one of my boys Fonte. got married, you man, listen, see, y'all see me on never the motherfucking see Fonte in real life. No, yo, I went, my man, my man got married the other day. Um, my homie got married, uh, Saturday and you know, it was on zoom and you know, me and my wife, we sitting there at the table, we watching it. And it literally was probably like 20 minutes because all we watched was the vows. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, I logged off. I was like, yo, I ain't got to go to another goddamn wedding in my life because that shit was great. We saw everybody. Like, the bride came to the camera and was like, hey, thank y'all for coming, guys. I appreciate it. You know, we put yeah. something in their little gift registry, whatever. And then I, my ass was back on the couch. That shit was great. <laughs> yeah. I get that. I get in, that. In I feel that way about press. Yeah. Really? Yeah. About what? About press, you know, just like, you know, having to do junket interviews and just like, you know, being able to do talk show after talk show, like in August and September and just doing it, doing it like this. And that was, it was great to not have to leave the family and leave, you know, do all that. As much as we were joking about, you know, missing an airport, but for little things like that, I, you know, don't get me wrong. I'd give me the writer's room every time. I believe the alchemy of human beings being in the same space. I believe in that power, and that magic, but like for, for, you know, for press. But for me, my my the silver lining I think is having my have my heart broken open. That's real. What do you wild. think was keeping? Was it was it when you got it broken open? Was that when you realized it had been closed all this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I yeah. Not all this time, but 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 for a chunk of time. But prior to yeah, you know, yeah, you know, and that and that sometimes is is. Uh, well, I think that happens a lot with fear. You know, with you know. I, I know, I know. Radio Raheem would say it's love and hate, but it, we don't all know. <laughs> growing up, said it's that it's love and fear. You know, mm-hmm. and and, uh, and yeah, and and I think that that fear can can come and get you, uh, and so it's better better to you know run right at it. Some I learned. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. I can I can double. Wait, what's that in for? No, that was a good um. I'm sorry. I was that was a good oh, okay. that was a cosine. No, that, yeah, that, that was a cosine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the cosine. Uh. That, was a, yeah. that was a that was a yeah. That was sometimes a you do it mm, like listen up, Amir. You need this, and I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, I'm listening. I also was sitting here thinking that this is a silver lining too because 
at the end of the day, Zoom and FaceTime have been like a silver lining. Yeah. I mean, this is what, yes. as I talk to my parents and I, who I, this is the longest in my whole entire lifetime that I've ever been apart away from them. It, you know, every morning mm-hmm. we on the FaceTime. Nah, this is it's like it's it's been twenty it's been the craziest Black Mirror episode ever because yeah. what it yes, did, like yes. you know what I'm saying, with with Zoom and everything, essentially what it's done is it changes the way we process intimacy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like things that used to look that you would look at as trivial, like if someone texted you, you're like, Oh, that's a text, whatever. And in the Rona years, like you happy as hell to see a text. Oh, God. A, yeah. a FaceTime, right. it's like holy shit. You know what I mean? Like those things they take on a deeper meaning. Yeah. Right. Yep. So do we assume that quote when this is all over just basically means when we don't have to wear masks anymore? That's what <laughs> that's what it means. We can go on planes for vacation. Now and not mm. when we don't have to wear masks anymore, when folks feel comfortable not wearing masks anymore, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah when see. you can pass a, you can pass a joint again. Yo <laughs> facts, facts. Wow. Yo, Jason. Facts. Yo. Wow. Like, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, but you know that ain't, which is why I've been spending so much goddamn money, probably too, because I ain't smoking other oh, people's weed. Or you, you ain't smoking with other people, right? You're in the right town now for it. You know, you're in the right. You know, like am I though? Oh, well, maybe not. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a good COVID, point. No, no, you know, a block away. Am no. I? Yeah, they, yeah, they've <laughs> turned up the price, supply and demand. No, no, no. I wasn't saying yeah. that. I'm just saying that it's here, and so it's here. And I'm, right. I'm, I'm waiting for this you. to be over so I can it could be here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why didn't we just? Yeah, had we known? Yeah, <laughs> we usually well, do. You know, we I just want to say that um, you know, I think the moment we realized this was a real thing was during the Dawn Lewis episode, where it was like, oh wow, our lives like we realized at that moment that our lives were going to change because we kept getting text over like. Mm. co-workers getting sick and all those things and so mm-hmm. you know to where we are now you know i'm glad that we are all physically healthy although i miss and, our group pictures see jason right now we'd be impressing you with our nice iheart studio with the the the, the lights that click on with the music and stuff yeah, and we'd be sure, we'd like to take a picture sure. <laughs> right but you know now it's yeah. out the screen cap it's no. all good yep <laughs> screen <Yes>. cap <laughs> But however, um, yeah, you know, may we may we have a a healthier 2021 and a prosperous 2020. Bring those spirits up, Questlove. We got a whole new president in office. At the very least, we got that. Come on now, come on now. Yes, nah, I'm not. No, I'm being sincere. All right, I just want and you. And I'm to... also being considered that someone's asleep in the other room. Oh, right now, okay, so. okay. This, this is my oh yeah, because she about to be up at damn five. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On a trampoline. <laughs> But Jason, I thank you for uh, joining our year end review. This oh, is, uh, absolutely. Oh, man. Yo, and before I forget, dude, I just wanted to tell you, man, I told you before, before you leave, bro, my favorite fucking role of yours, man, Shane oh. from fucking Eastbound and Down. Oh. Dude, oh. bro, when I tell you that is like every white dude I went to high school with. Like, I, I, I bet, yeah. Oh my God. Like, you nailed that shit, bro. That shit was hilarious. I mean, we oh, we Jason. shot that in Myrtle Beach. That's, that's you know, that's yes. like, you know, those <laughs> dudes. No, I mean, those dudes, Danny and Jody Hill and David, you know, David Gordon Green. I, I, 
I wish I would have known that school existed when I was, you know, between my 19 and 23, because I would have gone to North Carolina School of the Arts if I knew I was going to, you know, find fucking guys like that. Because yeah. those are dudes that just are fun to play with in, the, in whatever sandbox they create. So, yeah, man, I, I, I'm just good dude. So fun to, fun, to, fun to play catch up with those dudes. I said, I love when Fonte turns into Chris Farley at the end of the episode. Hey, man, you were that shit? It was yeah. awesome. That shit was awesome. Thank you. I, I own the DVD. That, that shit was all cool. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, Jason, uh, yeah, when season two is upon us, or even so. your next project, we have to do a proper yeah. Jason Sudeikis episode. Talk about the basketball star. Yeah. Yes. No, I, all those things. But yeah, we caught you at our year end episode where we sort of neutralize our guests to be one of the one of the crew. Oh, one of us. I'm, pl- I'm flattered to get the harmony. Alcohol is missing yeah, this no, we year. Can do so that. this yeah. is the most sober episode besides unpaid bill. This is the most sober episode that we've had so far. But anyway, yeah. but thank you for joining Absolutely. us. Uh, guys, have a safe... Thank you for bringing us uh, joy and laughing. ...holiday. Yes. Always. All right, so on behalf of Laia, Sugar Steve, Fon Tigolo, Unpaid Bill, and Jason Sudeikis, uh, it's Questlove, and we will see you next year on the next go-round of Questlove Supreme. Thank you. Yo, what's up? This is Fonte. Make sure you keep up with us on Instagram at QLS and let us know what you think and who should be next to sit down with us. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. All right? Peace. What's Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. Hi, it's Sugar Steve from Questlove Supreme. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So, check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.